And hey, welcome everyone to Super Game Cast. My name is Aaron Reynolds. Here's your host, Bronson Fiore. What is up, everybody? After weeks of vacation and COVID and every other possible thing happening to your GameCast crew, we have returned. Yep. Besides Ninja, who is... <laughs> he's sick. Under the weather at the pre- moment. Yeah. yeah, he is sick. And I'm just like sitting there like, that motherfucker caught COVID, didn't he? <laughs> that motherfucker caught COVID. There's we no love you, way. Jesse. We miss you, buddy. Well, it's been it's been going around <laughs> like it's increased, right? Like it's it's been yeah. uptick recently, and like Stella and I both got it. Now, I now my symptoms showed up first, but quite frankly, I think either of us could have been the one who uh, who were the person who gave it to the other because I'm like, okay. I really only have, you know, even when working in the office, I really don't have contact with a lot of people. But on the other side of that, uh, you know, but, you know, I still deal with deliveries. So all these delivery drivers could have also been plague carriers. Right. Uh, right. On the verse side, though, I have also worked in that Microsoft office, and it is, in fact, a fucking Petri dish. Ugh, so, that's not good. Oh, yeah. Not good at no. all. I remember fucking corporate overlords bitching like, like you you need to fucking not get sick. It's just like, why don't you um, let us work remotely so this is not a problem for anyone? Yeah, what an interesting idea. You know, like quite the but, concept, if I say so myself. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and Aaron, you were on vacation. You went to the far off land of uh, Vancouver. Yeah, I missed uh, the first week due to uh, helping a friend move, um, and then second week was uh, I was in Vancouver, um, checking out what's going on now, in Vancouver. What's up? Were you in Vancouver, Washington, or Vancouver, Canada? Oh my God! This guy at a state at the van- at the King Street station was so pissed at me because I said I'm going to Vancouver. He's like, which Vancouver? And I'm like. As a, as, a, as a non-local, I have never given a fuck about Vancouver, Washington. Who? who oh, what? fuck off. I think you, I think you <laughs> go through once. To, if you're going to go to Oregon, you go through it. And I don't remember a goddamn thing. Like, I, I'm sorry. I, all I know about Vancouver is I remember Anthony went there once and he really liked it. He was telling me how nice it was. Are you talking about? Which one are you talking about? Washington. Washington, okay. It, yeah. it's, a fa- it's a city. I don't know. There's nothing really... I don't know. When when I think of Vancouver, like okay, here's my question: who who came up with the first Vancouver? They get to keep Vancouver. The other one has to turn into Vancouver City or something. Okay, like, hold like on. differentiate yourselves. This this is bullshit. Is all I'm saying. Anyway, no, I went to Vancouver, BC. Um, okay, Vancouver, Washington was founded in 1825. Okay, all right, that's pretty yeah. early. But and Vancouver, Canada, was founded in 1886. So Vancouver, Whoa. Canada has to change. Vancouver, Canada has to change, despite being so much bigger. No, Vancouver, Canada has to change. That's amazing. Yep. All right. Well, yep. sorry, Vancouver, yep. BC, Vancouver City, yep. New Vancouver, um, New Vancouver. You can okay, do it. There we go. Um. Well. Uh. So yeah, I went to Vancouver. I went to New Vancouver, and mm-hmm. um. Had a good time, you know. Good. Went and saw their, they had a gigantic park, so I walked around there for a while, checked out their aquarium. Uh, went and saw Iron Maiden. 
uh, who fucking yeah, fucking that looks sick as fuck. They rule. Oh my god, like a hundred percent. Like it doesn't they're You wouldn't know if they were old, just because like Bruce Dickens is running around the stage, jumping over speakers while singing as he always has, and it's like Jesus Christ, man. I hurt my neck head banging, and he's just like whatever. Um, so yeah, no, that was great. Uh, the other thing, the one thing I'll share, um, which I'll probably share towards the latter end of the podcast, is I found uh, like a like a gaming cafe, like an internet cafe, where it was just like twelve, you know, stations of gaming PCs, um, and yeah, you just paid for like I don't know six dollars an hour or something like that, and uh, those are those are becoming more popular in the states. Yeah. Really yeah so like like and same with like arcades in general like i uh oh man i remember like it used to be like impossible to find an arcade but like in reno has like five of them now five wow okay um, round one uh that barcade on that near like in the hipster area town Peppermill, atlantis and there's one other one I'm forgetting. Oh, but those are full-on arcades. Yeah, no, these are like arcade arcades. Right, like, right. Are, yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering, yeah. like, where are these places where we can, like, pl- you know, rent a PC for a while and play video games? That's what I'm interested in. Um, um you know what's weird? Game Force used to do that. Yeah? Yeah, really? like, like, Game Force in Reno, for those of you that, like remember it before it shut down forever and ever and ever oh um yeah if the dude just wanted to retire i can't oh that, it can't fault him for that okay yeah as long like, as it's not it wasn't like homie, hardships yeah like homie just was like i'm done i'm, I'm tired I'm, I'm done yeah i can uh, i will yeah so um so yeah, uh, Game Force. Uh, they they used to have this thing where you could go in and pay like five bucks for an hour mm-hmm. to uh, to play any console and game they had there. Okay, which was all of them. Yeah. So I missed a good chunk of this conversation. What the fuck happened? <laughs> We're talking about gaming. What what are they called, Bronson? Like like gaming cafes. Uh, like, oh, okay. Like, uh, okay. Internet cafes, I believe they're called. Is yeah, like the broad. Huge. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're where you go in Korea to play Starcraft for seventy-two hours and then die. Got it. Or Japan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I know Japan so, is really big for having internet cafes. Well, let me so. tell you, I think it's a really cool thing. Uh, I it's not something I would do all the time, but if I had like a little bit of excess money, I'd probably spend once a week and spend a few hours hanging out there. Um, I, just, I would too. Ooh. I would too. Just I just can't it. justify it. It's not necessarily worth the money, especially if you have all the stuff you need at home to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like like I got like a sick gaming rig and a fucking like every console, so it's like. Eh. Now, what what would get me in is if they were renting like retro consoles that were like. Ooh. Which you know that, I've been to bars that have that, so like. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like, like, hey, man, I want to rent a Sega Saturn and play fucking Burning Rangers. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I will say is I went in there, I was like, 
in, I, I was just looking through their list of games um, mm. and just was like feeling the energy around me. Everyone's around here. They're all like 20 somethings playing Valorant or uh, Counter Strike or things like that. As and, you do. Yeah. As you do. And I was like, okay, okay. If this is the mood, I'm going to do mine version of this. And so I booted up Master Chief Collection and I started playing only Halo 3 for the next two hours in this internet yes. cafe. Yeah! Yeah, it, you did, baby. Yeah, it you was did. great. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just reminded of Metal Gear Solid 5. Let the legend come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. I was like, man, you, y'all don't even know. And then, you know, and then it was Halo 3 and I'm like, Looking at everyone doing like Twitch gameplay, and then here's like Master Chief, two ton Master Chief walking across a, <laughs> a gap. It, <laughs> like, shit. It's it's like God. the Jurassic Park where it's like something majestic, and then like you, it's the Jurassic Park theme on a kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is hardcore oh gameplay. Everyone God. has to play at this speed. God damn it! Um, oh my God, that is fantastic. Um. So yeah, I weirdly enough, I like <laughs> yeah. had I, I played some MCC this week myself, funnily enough. Hell yeah. Uh, um I, yeah, man. No, like we'll probably talk about it after all the news, but man, I I definitely want to talk some Halo. <laughs> Can we yeah, Halo is um what's the word? Uh the best. The absolute best. So, <laughs> I agree. Um, find the right word to describe. Let me just Halo. find the word for this. <laughs> Uh, Halo's um, fucking cool. It's great, yeah. um, yeah. even when it's bad. Yep. It's still even, good. Yeah, you know what? Even the bad Halos were not bad video games. <laughs> like it still felt can... like home. Damn it! Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, nah, man. Like fucking. You know, like the book. What was really funny this like past week is like I've been playing all these new releases, but then I also keep going back to like Halo. And other games I played in my like like World of Warcraft Classic, and I'm just like, this podcast really is just old man yells at cloud. I, 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 I do think love it. on some level that we just have to accept it, and that's that's there, there's nothing wrong with embracing what what gets you going most. And goddamn man, Halo! Just hearing the sounds of Halo, it's like I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. here. This is it. Um. Yeah. There you go. You want to talk about a channel rebrand? We'll just rename the channel Old Men Yell at Cloud. I mean, kind of. <laughs> That's what we are at this point. We're just a bunch of old people yelling at, cloud, so, at uh, clouds. Yeah. Playing playing our 2000s games. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's where we're at. I, you know, I, I gotta wonder what like uh, like 20-somethings think of like Halo Infinite even. That's a good question. Well, uh, like, yeah. uh, like, it's well, because it's like rebounded on uh, a Twitch, like it's doing pretty well on Twitch now. Actually, is it really compared to yeah, what it was doing like, before? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Compared to what, it, like, I'm not saying that like, oh, it's gonna be the number one FPS on fucking Twitch, but yeah. like, um, compared to having like 700, a thousand viewers, that kind of level, mm-hmm. versus when I popped in uh, this past like Thursday. Cause like I've been playing a lot of Halo, and I was just like, you know, how how what is the what is the the mob think? Yeah. What 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 does the internet mob think of Halo right now? And it was like doing like six seven k, like it was doing like Final Fantasy fourteen numbers. It, it, it helps. Okay, that's not bad. It helps that uh, the Halo Championships are coming up next week, and they've been building that one up. 
Um, so I wonder how much the numbers stay. I can't imagine they are affected that much by the esports portion, but I, I think it's only really affected by like when the when those are like active, right? Like when when they're 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 in the middle of the happenings. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I they're not doing great this morning for whatever reason. Like six thirty. Yeah, this morning, in the morning but, is not doing well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wish we could get Game Pass numbers because uh, Steam numbers don't aren't you know encouraging, but yeah, of course they well, aren't. But yeah, because I was gonna say like almost everyone I knew that played that game except Parker did it through the Xbox client or their Xbox. Right. You know. Yep. So like like I played that game on both of my Xboxes and the Xbox client. I have never once touched it on Steam. Right. Yep. You know, so uh, um we can rant about Halo Infinite in a bit here. Um, but uh yeah, we got, we got the news. Speaking of yes. old men soon to be yelling at clouds. <laughs> Jim Ryan is retiring from being the head of PlayStation, thank Christ. Wow. Uh he will officially step down on March 2024. Hiroki Totoki, president, CEO, and CFO of Sony Group Corp will become chairman now and interim CEO on April 1st, where he will find a successor to run PlayStation. Wow. Okay. Um, How long have Jim? 2019, to answer your question. So... um, not that long. Yeah, that's all I can say. He's been with PlayStation for 28 years. Okay, he's been with the company for almost three decades, but he's only been running it for the last four for yeah and so like the only really like big thing he's overseen is the launch of psvr2 and ps5 right um you know shortly after he started running the company so i Mm. do not like this man or his initiatives (laughs) uh at all yeah no uh i i do not thank god he's retiring (laughs) uh i did not like doubling down on psvr i don't think that was a good idea um I, I i love vr as a concept but that is time and effort that could have gone away That's from fair. other development resources as someone who wants vr to succeed i was happy for it but of course they made it all exclusive so it was like okay the fuck? all the stuff that the cool stuff that you made only people who can afford both the ps5 and the headset and the and vr the, and the vr games you know yeah and like, then like experience it great and, and and that's like super niche and like think about all the resources that went into that could have gone into like a new wipeout mm-hmm. and a new fucking you know res or a new you know kill zone Some new game. New, yeah like 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 the amount of r&d time and money that it takes to build a fucking vr system like you probably could have gotten four or five video games out of that at least yeah and then no. just yeah. and and to still like, and then like, you have to think that like, okay, they still have to support this thing. So, what could be games for everyone on the platform is now games for the like two percent of people that own a VR set. Mm-hmm. Which I've heard, you know, I've heard the PSVR two is like the best VR headset now. I believe it, but it's costs more than the console does, right? Yeah, so um, not right now. Yeah, it, not gonna get. Yeah, and it, yeah, and then like he also oversaw like 
purchasing Bungie and a bunch of, uh, you know, and I'm like being like, we're going to make live service games now as well. And I'm just like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I mean, they still they still got their first party, you know, single player games they, out there. They, they do, but this goes back to like allocating resources. Mm-hmm. And I get okay buying Bungie for that, but like, you know, and, and then I also think about like, man, they had a bunch of games that would have been really good live service games that they just shit canned forever. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, like you. Yeah. You know, it, it, I I just I remember when. Jim Ryan came to CEO. This was when we really started like banging the Phil Spencer drum, uh, with like mm-hmm. comparing mm-hmm. Phil Spencer to Jim Ryan. Um, like say what you will about what Phil Spencer's business decisions have been since he's become head of Xbox, like which, ooh, ooh. uh, but up and down for sure. <laughs> yeah. But like you knew that philosophy, you knew what Phil Spencer was about, whereas Jim Ryan was very much like. I don't think PlayStation fans liked him. Like, I don't think anyone. No, no. I remember. Uh, do, do you remember that? Um, that quote when he was at that like Sony event and they're like, they brought up backwards compatibility and he's just like, why the fuck would you give a shit about backwards compatibility? That's right. You know, like, God, Gran Turismo 2 looks so bad. Why would you want to play it over <laughs> Gran Turismo Sport? I forgot that Holy was him. Shit. Yeah, that was him. And then, like, you look at that, but then, like, compared to Phil Spencer, who, like, you look, you can pull up his Xbox profile anytime. It's public. Mm-hmm. This man right. has 97,000 gamer score. That's more than I have. Right. By the way, granted, I'm split across multiple ecosystems, but still. And, like, you can see his hour counts for certain games. Like, that man has played 300 hours of Vampire Survivors. Yeah. That man has played 85 hours of Starfield, <laughs> you know, 66 hours of Sea of Thieves. Like the, the, the dude plays games like he, 66 hours of Diablo 4. Jesus fuck, dude. Do those hour counts uh, count sitting at the menu? <laughs> I'm just okay, If, if, I'm, like, a, if I'm a also... shitty ass CEO... I, I and I think people are like weirdly obsessive about this kind of thing. I would start hatching a plan. See, the thing Just is, leave it on like, like the starting. Leave it there and be or... like, nerds. So the Jokes thing is, though, you. is like, you know, he has the achievements to back up the hours. Right. 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 Oh, okay. Yes. So he's actually put some gameplay. Yeah. Into... Um, so you want to hear funny CEO thing? He's played three hundred hours of solitaire. So yeah, that tracks. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> He's played 300 hours of Microsoft Solitaire. Yeah, what? that tracks. No, it doesn't. <laughs> what yeah, the fuck? Does. Okay, Dude, I would play 300 hours of Solitaire. That's I like, like Solitaire, that's my but zen. like three motherfucker. I can't get over a hundred hours on games I have on Steam. So, well, <laughs> then he handily has you beaten several games. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. uh, because <laughs> so Destiny Two, he has almost all the achievements in, and he has one thousand two hundred ninety hours. What? Holy shit, dicks! Yeah. Would mm. would it be funny if like I'm CEO? Just give me the achievement points. God damn it! This, no. is, this is on. This is a condition. No, you have to. Um. You have to actually put in the effort, goddammit. I love how every fucking week we have some new conspiracy theory for fucking... 
That's just... what's happening with Xbox and Phil Spencer. I just imagine oh. him. He's on a Zoom call, but like every single meeting he's in, he's just like playing. You know, Solitaire. I'm just playing Solitaire Vampire Survivors or... over here. <laughs> And like they're talking, Adam's like, dude, I can't. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, this okay, is a meeting you hear for something? a meeting. I don't care. Just right. Oh, you, uh, you want to hear something really awesome? Mm. One hundred and seventeen hours of Elden Ring. Sure. All right. Yeah. Hundred and seventeen. Get some Phil Spencer. Yeah. Phil Spencer Get out some, here. Bitch. Phil Spencer out here getting good. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, All right. So yeah, I don't know. Jim Ryan's just a business guy. Like, oh. I don't think he was the worst. Like, he's certainly no Don Matrick or uh, John Riccatello. But he's also not. Um, oh my god, I'm forgetting his name. He's Jack not- Trenton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's certainly no Jack yeah, no. Trenton or like Kazurai or this like this. You know, like, hey, I made all these really. Awesome decisions. Yeah, he he's, did, he he was uh, he managed a really important point for PlayStation, I think. But yes, uh, mm-hmm. he did not. He it was very middle of the road. Yeah, he he, he was very much maintaining their success. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. it. It wasn't a which isn't this hard. This was not right now. Uh, no, it it wasn't hard. Like it's it it was very much the like, hey, this is a high end car, just. You know, put it in drive. Don't fuck up. You know, and and that's that's one thing that I kind of we have to be mindful when comparing to Phil Spencer. It's like, yeah, Phil Spencer was handed a fucking burning fucking trash fire and was told, figure it out. It was a trash fire. Yeah, no, we don't need to uh, relitigate Phil Spencer and Xbox (laughs) yet again. Um, Yeah, no, but. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, so Jim Ryan's gone. Uh, we're looking at finding some new CEO, I guess. I, I yeah, I, I hope it's someone who's really passionate about games, the way Sean Layden was, or mm. Trenton was, or you know, yep. So you know, someone like that. Um, you know, we'll see. But yeah, so I hope whoever uh, comes the... back brings back Kevin Butler, dude. Uh... I think that style of humor would actually work really well in this day and age. It was it was one of the best marketing campaigns, and it was just that guy I, being funny. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like, I I think that yeah, I, I think that worked really well. I do think that that style of humor doesn't work as well punching down. No, mm. uh, which is what which I feel like that's the like hard part. Well, all you do is talk yourself up. You don't even acknowledge the other competition. Uh, yeah, because like most of uh, those Kevin Butler ads were definitely punching up. There was definitely yeah. some some punching happening here and there, uh, especially uh, yeah. when we got to that E three conference. Oh yeah, the 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 just, uh, just like, uh, that blue ponchos comment. Boop, yes. Oh my god. Yeah, because okay, for everyone who doesn't know, uh, at E3 2010, uh, Microsoft always had the press conference first. They were in the morning. Sony was in the evening. And Microsoft did a like to show off connected a full Cirque du Soleil performance and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. had everyone wearing these like blue ponchos that would light up at the stage and shit. And it was there was a lot of stuff about Don Matrick Xbox that you're just like, 
it's, huh. it, it was kind of it was kind of where Sony was is now, where it's just like, oh, we can just coast, right? Yeah, we can just put out good games and coast. Yep, and do weird shit. Um, so but, and then uh, one of the like comments when Kevin Butler showed a B three was just like, so I heard there was a fire sale on blue ponchos. Yeah, yep. some shit like that. That's right. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, um. <sighs> you know, man, man uh, knew what he was doing. Yeah. No. And and then he got busted for breaching his contract on a technicality. The biggest technicality. He was selling tires, and the the promotion was, "Hey, buy some Michelin tires, get a Wii or Bridgestone tires." It was one of those, and it was like there was a Wii that you would get. And that was it. And then Sony was like, you can't promote two game systems. Dude, I'm not. I'm promoting tires. Uh, oh, my God. I'm and just you, offering. Hell, you could this. you could poke fun at that in the next PlayStation commercial. And it's like, yes, exactly. Uh, you could you could fucking do a lot of shit with that. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> dumb. Um, it was a great marketing campaign. I actually booted up my PS3 this past week because I was trapped in the living room <laughs> oh okay sure All right. um uh with i was you know because i was down with the sickness yeah and i actually had some of those old kevin butler commercials downloaded on there oh that's great oh. yes yeah so oh, you know one of the best stuff yeah no easily uh very very just they were great ads that that, that is one of the most memorable ad campaigns if if you People, I implore you, if you want to see some funny-ass PlayStation 3 and PSP ads, go look up, like, Kevin Butler ads. Yeah, Kevin They're Butler. so good. Yeah. Amazing. And, Without uh, question. Check his so, IMDb page, and he's still doing... He's still ripping it. Like, he's not getting a whole lot of acting jobs, but you see the clips of him acting. He's still it's like, doing he's some still, shit, though? He's still hilarious. T- timing uh, uh, and, and uh, just, gestures. Just... Man knows what to... No, he knows what to man, do. it's... It's a real bummer that every quality actor like this can't get some fucking real full jobs. He's a character actor that will show up for one episode of The Good Place and then his character dies and it's like, okay, well, shit. <sighs> damn. Um, damn. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, see you, Jim Ryan. Let's see what happens with PlayStation going forward. Uh, Shuhei Yoshida? That'd be pretty sick. Why not? Ooh, Yoshida. Okay. Yeah, let's 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 get, him, let's get him to the top. Let's go. Uh all right, so uh so, but in bad Sony news. Oh hey, guess what? Uh nearly seven thousand current and firm, former employees were part of a day breach. Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh, it's bad. We're working with a third-party forensics expert and have identified activity on a single server located in Japan used for internal testing for the entertainment, technology, and services business. Uh, Sony is taking the server offline while the investigation is ongoing. There's currently no indication that customer or business partner data was stored on an effective server or the other Sony systems were affected. There's no, been no inverse impact on Sony operations. The fuck? What, you, you wouldn't say that even if there was. Clop <laughs> um, is the ransomware group that claimed responsibility for the breach. Uh, Ex-users Falcon Feed posted on the platform in June that Clop used an exploit in the movie its vendor progress software allowing it to steal movie IT databases. Um, 
And then they admitted that two data breaches occurred along with side data breaches and some other shit. Um, they took responsibility then, for the data breach? Yeah. Uh, along with the disclosure of the data breach, Sony informed victims of the attack they are being offered Equifax credit monitoring and identity restoration services. <laughs> Each person impact was given a unique voucher code valid until the end of twenty or February 2024. Yeah, okay. Uh, this is one of many to hit PlayStation, including the infamous 2011 hack, uh, when PS3 and PlayStation Portable Network suffered a severe month and a half long outage with 77 million accounts compromised. I remember that. That was, that was brutal. Uh. Yeah, I remember that, uh, SOCOM got really fucked over by that. Oh, Yeah. Uh, I remember that, like, Mortal Kombat, Portal 2, and SOCOM all came out the same week. All three of those games had big online components. And then if you were like me and primarily playing on PS3, it's like, lol, go get fucked for the next six weeks. I remember that, like, crystal clear. For whatever reason, one of those, like, key moments uh, was me in a very tiny studio room sitting on the floor playing my PlayStation 3, just playing the Mortal Kombat 9 story mode, because that was all you could fucking do. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, shit's down. <laughs> I, I remember Mitch and I wanting to play Portal 2 co-op and both being like, well, can't do it. Man. No way to do it, because we both bought the PS3 version. Uh, I guess we're fucked. Womp womp. What um, about uh, Being amazing at PlayStation games. Really? Uh, yeah, so I'm still friends with him on PlayStation Plus. Okay. Or PlayStation. And, like, this dude platinums almost every single game he plays. Nice. Wow. Sounds like my brother. Get your money's um, worth. Uh, yeah, like, this dude. Yeah, sounds like Brandon. Yeah, like, uh, I'm going to pull up my PlayStation friends list right now, but it's, like, fucking insane. Like, he has almost every game he touches, he gets a platinum. Wow. Almost yeah, every that's, single one. That's my brother. Ugh, Every game uh, that my brother has ever gotten for, like, PS3 onward. Well, yeah, that's when trophies started, was, like, the middle of PS3's life span. Um, I could never. It's, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's not just, like, time and effort. It's just, like, there are so many Platinums that are just unfun. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's like the biggest problem I have is like yeah there's just Pretty yeah much. he has 313 platinum trophies holy shit yep yep uh he platinum Resident Evil Four Grand Turismo Seven looks like he's working on Street Fighter Six but he's probably installed by the tournament one Final Fantasy Sixteen he has the platinum in Elden Ring Twisted Metal Two Ratchet and Clank God of War Stray Sifu uh, Spider Man, Deathloop, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, yeah, he, he, like, basically, like, for every 10 games he plays, he probably platinums nine. Man, wow. Good so, for him. That's. Yeah. Damn. Um, All right, well, uh, that's yeah. bad. This is, this is bad here. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, Sony is. Sony has had a streak of these over the course of many years, and I don't know if it's just their IT security is bad. I don't know if the way they just originally set up their system makes them more vulnerable to this kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't... 
network security is one of the like big gaps in my like computer technical knowledge things. Like I know the basics, right? Right. So I don't know how you would fix this. Like if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, I, uh, I imagine it's hard. Yeah. Um, definitely, I definitely imagine it's very difficult. Um, especially because people, especially for big companies like this, like they're 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 someone attacking the system every you know two seconds probably you know yeah right like that it's it's not like some tiny company where it's like oh you get one a month maybe I know uh well uh and like as someone who has been I was a victim of one of these once mm-hmm. uh not Sony but for uh, the ESA when they had that E three data breach yep. data breach. I was a journalist who was attending E3, and the years that they apparently got info from were two of the years that I went. So, fucking awesome. Great. Um, Oh, man. So. Hell. uh, All right. Well, hopefully uh, everyone gets through just fine without dealing with too much bullshit. Yeah, at least they're paying for credit monitoring and restoration services. So. That's something. You know. All right. Uh, so we're back to being an Xbox podcast for the next couple stories. Yay. I have honestly thought about talking to getting like Sean Capri on again to be like, hey, do you want to play into this bit of us not being an Xbox podcast <laughs> and field Xbox questions for the next two hours? Oh, God. Um, that man would probably have some good insights. The, the, the problem, though, is that like, uh, you know, uh, we can't predict it's always like what week is going to what's the xbox news is it going oh to happen no or l- not? L- like i would literally just be giving him questions like so we last had you on during xbox's 20th anniversary where everything was kind of sunshine and roses mm-hmm. let's uh let's talk about where they've been since yeah yeah <laughs> um so uh the the next news story, of course, is uh, Microsoft reportedly plans to buy Activision Blizzard next week. Well, uh, the the Verge reports it'll seal the deal on October thirteenth. <laughs> A giant corporate merger happening on Friday the thirteenth. Yep. Uh, pending final approval from the UK, it'll go through just five days before the October eighteenth deadline. Last last month, the CMA uh, provisionally approved Microsoft purchase. Uh, Microsoft has already defeated the USA's Federal Trade Commission um, and obtained approval from key regulators within the European Commission and secured an agreement with console rival Sony, a provision to keep their games on PlayStation for a decade. Hmm. Um, it is worth noting the FTC has an appeal lodged with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals in the U.S., but a decision on that isn't due until early December. The FTC also has an administrative case of its own, weighing the wings, but it won't kick off until 21 days after the Ninth Circuit makes a call on its appeal. Uh, thoughts have already turned on Microsoft's integration of Activision Blizzard to its business, the future of games such as Call of Duty. Phil Spencer indicated work would be need to be done to get the games on Game Pass once the deal closes. Uh, Phil Spencer saying, quote, I want to make sure people know that there's work to actually move games to Game Pass. Spencer said. So for the people who think the deal is going to close and everything's available, that's not true. It hasn't been true in other acquisitions we've done. There's work for us to do, just mechanical work for us to do so. So it'll definitely take time to get those games in the portfolio. Yeah, dude, it takes like six months. We saw it with Bethesda. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to take long for you to get 
anything like with the exception of the like stuff like Warcraft, which has a subscription. Mm-hmm. I I cannot envision them taking more than like six months to get all of this onto Game Pass as soon as possible. Right. Um, yeah. So um, I just want them to stop like these the FTC and the CMA and all that. Just like we know you're gonna let it through, guys. <laughs> we know. It was. It's. We it, yeah. It was gonna take a long, long time, but. Like the 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 game is done. This farce is over. You know, like yeah, that that's. I I don't know, like what more you could could look into. Yeah, they they've been thorough. It sounds like so. You know, like and then like the one hookup in the U.S. was Call of Duty. Yep. That's sorted. Yep. The one hookup in everywhere else was cloud fucking gaming. Right. Um, so I don't. Yeah. Well, OK, um, it'd be nice to I'm going to wait until I see the story come out. That's what I want to yeah. see. Let's be I wanted this to be over. I, yeah, I just want to I want to click on IGN or Video Game Chronicle on, you know, on Friday this week and be like, it is official. Microsoft has bought Activision Blizzard. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Right. Uh, yeah. Speak, speaking of Microsoft products, Redfall. <laughs> we all loved Redfall, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, we totally <laughs> didn't play it for like four hours and be like, this is horrible. This is <laughs> and log off. a game. Oh. It, is, it is a video game that came out in the year 2023. It sure did. The year of our Lord. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, well, hey, uh, the long awaited performance mode that allows the console version to hit 60 FPS is coming out. Uh, <laughs> After how long? I mean, five months, almost six. And also, was that the problem? No. Like, uh, 60 FPS is nice. But, but uh, was that the problem? Absolutely no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <sighs> so they are. Uh, you know, you know, and then people are complaining that there's no match since there's no match for the game. I could never fill a team, no way to safely find players to play with. Uh, a bunch of people asking for it to go free to play. Uh, you know, they they've still promised the hero pass, which provide two future heroes with unique powers and gameplay. Uh, they have yet to provide a roadmap for their release. And yeah, so so what what they could do is work on making the game fun, and once they do that, then you turn it free to play to get that fresh wave of people in. There's your way of saving Redfall if that's really your intention. Yes, my if I was Phil Spencer, I would go to Arcane and be like, "Uh, "Look, we're gonna cancel this game." Uh, we're going to leave it on Game Pass and you guys can patch it and support it for a little bit with, you know, performance updates and balance updates, but no more characters, no more anything. We're going to refund. No DLC, the people brought the no. Bill. 
Yeah, we're going to refund the people who bought that DLC pass, and then all of your work is going to be on Dishonored 3. <laughs> Let's, you focus on Let's that. Go. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, first of all, I have, a fun, I have a fondness for genre horror kind of, you know, properties. So having like this vampire co-op thing is cool. Um, it's a new property. I like seeing new IP and people taking chances on new IP. I think there is work that can be done to make this game fun. It requires, mm-hmm. you know, changing a number of things. Um, so if they wanted to say, I think they can. Like, another- I think they can. I just don't think it's worth the effort and the money and the time. Especially when this studio can be making a Deathloop 2 or a Dishonored 3 or, a you know like a bunch of other games that have done well for them that are single player games, which they seem to have more of an eye for. Right. Yeah. Uh, No, they would need to change the way that entire game works. And yeah, I think there has long been a desire for a Dishonored three. Like that's a, that is a franchise that (laughs) you see tattoos on people in unfortunate places for that game. Uh, it is so popular despite having two games. Um, that, yeah, I, I don't know. There's there's something there. I, I just mm, feel like there's some work happening here that should not be happening. I feel like there are priorities to making this game work that are not good or balanced. Or <sighs> no, no, performance I, mode was I, I, not I, the problem. Yeah, I, I yes, I, I and I think that the amount of time and effort it would take to unfuck this project is not worth it. Like the like the fact that you would basically have to design a completely like design the game from scratch. I mean, it would I, you could you could do some things with the enemies. Like one of the things was we would just run into a vampire or two, and it'd be like, okay, we're dealing with this one vampire or two. It just was not exciting. Uh, the guns didn't feel good. You would definitely have to redo, like, the whole guns. You know, m- maybe keep the same weapons, but, like, just make them feel better. Um, and then, yeah, make the enemies more engaging and more more exciting to fight. Because they can be threatening, I suppose. Most of them weren't. Um, but there's some tweaks they could do. Instead of having to remake the entire game, there's some stuff they could do. But it would take a whole lot of work. Um and yeah yeah so um okay so all right um moving forward uh some more stuff about the series s has come out uh from remedy oh so uh remedy is the fine folks who've made alan wake and control and alan wake 2 is coming out in like two weeks uh Mm -hmm. i want to play it but unfortunately it's coming out when i'm in san francisco for halloween Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Video games. Yeah, they're everywhere. It. Everywhere. Uh, so basically, they've they really opened up about the challenges developing for the lower powered console. Uh, the big quote in the IGN headline here is, "You can't have the best of both worlds." Uh, hmm. the new split. So, um, you know, Phil Spencer has insisted games launch across the more powerful console and less powerful but cheaper Series S. Uh, but the underpowered Series S uh, represents a kind of a headache for Microsoft. 
and developers are looking to make the most powerful uh, pot, like take advantage of the PS5 and the Series X, but the Series S can limit them possibly. Uh, in an interview with IGN, uh, Remedy says uh, Alan Wake 2 is a graphical showcase on current gen consoles, uh, but also says the Series S, the CPU is pretty much the same as the Series X, but the GPU is an issue. It really is. And then having less memory is a pretty big problem. We often get, okay, you make PC games, surely you know how to scale. Well, memory is not a problem on PC. It really isn't. And that's one of the struggles when you talk about resolution and frame rate. It's just not enough to drop the resolution heavily. Hmm. That's what we're doing on S, and we're really working really hard to make sure the visual quality still holds up. People accept that on a weaker PC, the visuals are not going to be as good, and your frame rate's not going to be as good. That's a big difference on the Series X and S GPU, and people mentioned this game did so well and all that, and every game is different, every developer is different. But you can't have the best of both worlds. you got to choose where you're going to focus. Uh, the Series S is $250, and the X and PS5 are 500 to 600 There's a massive difference in power. It's a lot easier to scale on PC because of the memory, and it's not like there's one super PC and one weaker PC. Hmm. There are like 300 PC configurations in between. And trust me, there's a mass, that's a massive struggle, and we've shipped a lot of games on PC, so we're a bit bitter about that. <laughs> we've worked really hard on Series S to get a solid 30 FPS, and we tried to maintain good visual quality, but if you want to see the game at its best in full next-gen glory, it's going to be on the machines that have the hardware grunt able to and the hardware grunt to enable that. Um, yeah, you know, and then, uh, you know, the, they aren't the first developer to express concern in October, a visual effects artist who had worked on the series X and S said in a game, uh, said in a now deleted tweet, many developers have been sitting in meetings for the past year, desperately trying to get the series S launch requirement dropped. Studios have been through one development cycle where Series S turned out to be an albatross around the neck of production, and now games are firmly developed with new consoles in mind. Teams do not want to repeat that process. Um, you know, in an interview with uh, Spencer, has deflected questions about the Series S, is holding back developers, and rejected calls for developers to be held, to be allowed to release their games on Xbox Series X only. Uh, having an entry-level price point for a console sub $300 is a good thing for the industry. I think it's important. The Switch has been able to do that in terms of kind of the traditional plug into my television console. I think it's important, so we are committed. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I hold by that. I think the Series S is great for the games industry. I do. I think having a $300 system that plays next-gen full-on experience is even if they you know are lower res or lower frame rate is great for the industry hmm. um legitimately i do i do yeah um so yeah um it's hard <sighs> i get it yeah it's it's super hard like it's it is very much a like you know, like, yeah, could you have an easier time if you were just making games for the Series X? Yes. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Series S is 75% of the Xbox console ecosystem. That's the thing. You know, like, you know, like most people I know who bought Xboxes besides me and you, Aaron, bought the Series S. Right. Because yep. it was an easy, like, oh, here you go. It's, it's an easy you know? entry point, you know, especially. 
in a you know generation where a lot of people just went you know got a PlayStation 5 when they were ava- when they were available and able to um when they heard you know, when when you hear Xbox offers a low price point version it's like okay cool this is my way to multi-console if I so choose or like you're just tight on cash yeah you know like i i know plenty of people who don't have a ton of money mm-hmm. uh you know and they five hundred dollars is a lot but like 300 that's significantly less and then you think about like kids right like or a teenager like mm-hmm. if i was a teenager you told me hey 250 to 350 dollars uh, you can play all the current games, and yeah, they don't necessarily look as good. But you're a teenager, so you're probably on a 1080p monitor anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and hey, for you know, fifteen dollars a month, you can play all the current shit. Yeah. Um, that that's that's a that's a it's big pretty, win. It's a pretty amazing deal. Yeah, like that that that's that's a that's a huge win for that consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think if the sacrifice is is like, hey, uh Baldur's Gate 3, because they've said Baldur's Gate 3, they're just having to take split screen out of the Series S version. Like if that compromises, hey, we're gonna have to take split screen out of the Series S version of Baldur's Gate, or uh hey, we're gonna you know, we're going to have to take, uh, you know, we're going to have to release Alan Wake 2 at 30 FPS, 1080p. Um, I, I I think, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. 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 Um, the big, big thing I would take away from this is I hope more people play some Alan Wake. Yes. Uh, Alan Wake 1 was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remaster is on fucking everything, so mm-hmm. you should easily be able to go play it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, go go play go play some of that there, Alan Week. Yeah. So yeah. Uh all right. Well, yeah. Um. So yeah, going uh, forward. Uh, speaking of good video game news, hey, guess what? What? Epic Games has laid off about 16% of its staff, uh, which equates to a whopping 900 people. Man. Oof. Rough. Yep. Uh, uh, this, this story set off a whole bunch of backlash because there was all that Unity shit that happened. Uh, and, and yeah, Epic was coming out like, well, our cut's really good and blah, 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 blah. We, we got a great engine. We're not doing stuff like <clears> this. <throat> and then there were some quotes from twins, Tim Sweeney out of this story where everyone's like, oh, okay. So Godot is our new engine now. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's like... And then you have the fact that like they bought Bandcamp and sold off Bandcamp. Yep, that's gonna go well. Bought, yep, and then they bought uh, they bought Harmonix, and Harmonix is now just making shit for Fortnite. Yeah, and what a bummer. Yep, and apparently uh, Rock Band DLC still comes out. Yeah, so that's like, you know, don't let that go. Yeah, yeah. please don't. Don't 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 go into that that dark night. <laughs> Rock Band live on forever. Please. 
For the love. God damn it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this isn't good. Uh, no, not at all. Not in any way, shape, or form. Uh, that's shitty. Apparently they're getting some level of severance, is what I've heard. Yeah, they will receive six months of severance and health benefits, which... That's better than anything I've any time I've gotten laid off or fired from a job, at least, I guess. You know, better than nothing. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, that, that, that's that is good. There are some people who are not getting that in some of these stories. Um, yeah. And then, you know, if you figure you could stack your severance with your unemployment. You know, so. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you'll figure it out, essentially. But like, that's still shitty to have like you know, a super limited amount of time to get uh, what you need. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Ugh. Frustrating. So, Epic Games extremely. not doing not doing what it needs to be done, but yep. here we are. And then, you know, Fortnite's year-on-year revenue has gone up every year, but they still gotta do this, and you know, a one thing to remember is, and notice that's all these game studios and tech companies doing this. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Because every game and tech company thought the pandemic would last forever for some fucking insane reason. Because they don't think long term. Yeah. They they were like we're like, man, so many people are playing and using our playing our games, using our services. Fucking we need to hire, we need to expand, expand. And the only one of those companies that hasn't done massive layoffs is Apple. Mm. You know, so you know. Yep. Yep. Good. good on Apple for not massively overestimating how their business would expand. Good on. Sounds like it. You know, um, and I've heard that they are great to work for. So, uh, you know. all right. But yeah. they're also like all these tech companies, high stress as well. So, um. But yeah, this is God, man. Yeah, yeah, sucks. This. It's epic. It's epic games. How are you mismanaging this while having Fortnite? Well, apparently they were running at a loss for a very long time. Like thinking eventually, like oh, we'll like we'll we'll be okay. We'll expand and <sighs> yeah, you know, and then that just that that profit didn't come soon enough. Apparently, and well, here we are. Yeah. Man. Um, God yeah, damn it! Yeah, you know, pro- profit not coming soon enough, homie. Guess not. Um, you know, and, and that's shitty. Like that's yes, yeah. It, it's just unfortunate. Like you, you, you know, especially because like oh, you would have worked to you gotta work for Epic Games, and you know, and uh, like this shit happens. Yep. I guess that's, you know, yeah. So, uh, all right. On on slightly happier news, I'm uh, having our our Twitter account follow a Jack and Daxter fan page. Just letting y'all know. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. (laughs) I saw saw a Jack and Daxter. I was like, man, fucking Jack and Daxter. That's some good shit. (sighs) Well, uh, yeah. Speaking of Naughty Dog, who made Jack and Daxter? Oh, no. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) That's good news or bad news? 
Bad news. Bad news. Uh, uh, so uh, currently there are rumblings of the Last of Us 2 multiplayer being canceled. Uh, along with great. that, however. Uh, sorry, what? I said great. Great. Good. Uh, and then apparently layoffs were communicated internally at Sony Santa Monica uh, last week. And the majority of these people uh, have been laid off. A ton of people have been laid off. But for Naughty Dog's case, it is mostly QA testers. Uh, the sources say at least 25 developers uh, were part of the downsize. Full-time staff do not appear to have been part of the cuts. The, so, the Naughty Dog head count was over 400 as of July. Uh, so, you know, they're losing 25 people. Uh, although their contracts won't be officially terminated until the end of October, and they'll be expected to work through the rest of the month. So he did not immediately respond to requests for comments. Uh, despite the uh, hit ratings uh, for the HBO Last of Us adaptation, a multiplayer spinoff of the zombie shooter based on the game's uh, factions mode has struggled in development. Bloomberg reported in June that Sony had diverted resources away from the project following a negative internal review by Bungie. The recently acquired live services powerhouse by Destiny 2, one source now tells Kotaku that the multiplayer game will not completely canceled is basically on ice at this point. The layoff also just comes a few months after the co-president of Naughty Dog, Evan Wells, announced his retirement after working there 19 years. Neil Druckmann, creative director and lead co-writer on both the recent Uncharted and Last of Us games, as well as contributor to the HBO show, revealed a restructuring of studio leadership around the same time. Um, and that's uh, basically it. Man, that sucks. Yep. Uh, sucks real bad. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, good luck to those people. They deserve to have good jobs I, man so you have to think naughty dog has been kind of a golden goose for sony yep and it feels so weird for sony to buy bungie and then have them go and critique the multiplayer projects of other studios it's interesting like, right it just feels gross and weird and then there's been all these like rumblings coming out of like a big like Bungie is dictating stuff for other studios within Sony. Yeah. Weird. Very weird. I don't like it just yeah, it feels weird and gross and confusing. Hmm. You know, so uh yeah. Okay. Man. That's yeah, man. Sucks. Yep. Alright. So next story. Next story is uh, Telltale Games uh-huh. is laying off uh, employees. <laughs> Great. La- more layoffs. Fucking awesome. Layoffs! Uh, yeah! God. You gotta make investors even richer! Let's go! So, some people use this Why? story to find out that uh, Telltale exists again. I found out. They they put out that uh tra- they put out the expanse which came out earlier this year and apparently was pretty good. That's what I hear. Like I, I like I had a dude who I worked with at Microsoft who said this expanse game was great. And then that was like the extent of my knowledge. And then like I I was excited for Wolf Among Us too. 
Mm-hmm. Like they put out that trailer and it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because it had fucking Proto Men music in it. Oh yeah. Oh, that's um, okay. Yeah. Uh, and it was supposed to come out this year, um, and then it got pushed to next year, which you know. But then you know, you know, maybe it's looking like it's not coming out at all. Man. Uh, all right. Which sucks because uh that trailer they put out was lit as hell. Yeah. So, um, so uh back to the story though. Telltale Games has allegedly laid off, and this is in quotes via the escapist story, most of its employees last month. According to one of the affected, the former staff did not provide any further details as a result of an NDA. As of yet, Telltale has not responded to the claims either. Former cinematic artist Jonah Huang made the claim on X the other day, adding he was unable to comment on the status of the long-awaited Last of Us 2. Or not Last of Us 2, sorry, Wolf Among Us 2. <laughs> uh, it's the second time that we were talking about Night Dog. Yeah, yeah. It's the second time that Huang has been caught in a layoff surrounding Telltale. He was also among those affected by the original studio closure back in 2018, having then worked as the lead cinematic artist on Batman Enemy Within and Minecraft Story Mode. Uh, the laying off of employees from Telltale has been expected as the company has just finished publishing the Expanse a Telltale series. It's not unusual for staff to be let go after winding up a project. However, given that the game was developed externally by Deck Nine, it should not have any significant impact on the team working on The Wolf Among Us 2. This news also comes out after Telltale acquired Erica developer Flavorworks as a mean of its as a means of increasing its ability to commit to game streaming technologies. Hmm. And this comes as part of the Naughty Dog Epic Games Chris Dynamics 343 layoffs. Man. Yep. Man. It's it's bad. Uh, this, this year has been a real bad year for like... It's been a real good year for a lot of good games coming out. And of course, in the same year, it's been a real bad year for like game developers uh getting laid off yeah um yeah so i'm I'm hoping it's true that the uh wolf among us is fine yeah the game will come out good and everything will be okay right but we'll we'll see and uh yeah as always for all these stories for those affected by the layoffs i hope you land on your feet i hope things go good for you Mm mm-hmm um yeah. Uh, speaking of Bungie, we were talking about that a minute ago. We were. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you're ready for more good news. Uh... Yeah. Um. Not by that tone in your voice, Bronson. <laughs> okay. Let's just do it. Positive news. Oh, not really. Never on this show. <laughs> never. Never, ever, 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 ever. We need to get to this news so I can talk about Halo and feel happy again. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, All right, let's talk about it. Well, this is related to the people who used to make Halo. It sure is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, former Bungie HR manager is suing for wrongful termination after she reported potential racial bias. What? Yeah. What? 
She alleged. Oh, it, oh boy. Oh, she alleges oh, her recommendation. Tea, honey. Let's go. <laughs> she alleges her recommendation for sensitive sensitivity training were met with hostility and denial. Uh, Destiny Two and Marathon developer Bungie is currently being sued for wrongful termination, as mentioned above. In a complaint filed earlier this year by the, in the state of Washington, plaintiff Ingrid Alam recounts that she was hired by Bungie in May of 2022 as an HR manager. Coming to the job with over a decade of experience, just a few months into her employment, she was instructed to investigate the performance of a particular employee referred to as James Smith. Hmm. <clears throat> But when she sat down to speak with Smith, he allegedly pointed out that he was the only black employee on a team of 50 individuals and expressed that he felt he was being singled out and racially targeted by his supervisor. Alm goes on to say that she shared this information with her supervisor and recommended that Smith's supervisor receive diversity training, and, but alleges that her recommendation was met with hostility and denial. Uh, she was also told that individuals she was recommending take the training had been there for a long time and are, quote, highly regarded. Hmm. And her recommendation was denied. During a follow-up discussion about the incident sometime after, Alm was additionally told by her supervisor that she didn't want to touch these conversations with a 10-foot pole. Great. Uh, Following this, Alm alleges Bungie recommended terminating Smith's employment. Alm says she disagreed, saying that this would be a racial bias. And in September, approaching uh, Bungie's Director of Equality and Inclusion, Dr. Courtney Benjamin for advice. Benjamin suggested that terminating Smith would be too risky concerning the evidence and advised a written warning be given to Smith instead. However, Alma alleges that her supervisor became extremely angry, in quotes, at her for having reached out to Benjamin and given her a written warning over an email. Alma's supervisor also called Benjamin to apologize for Alma approaching her. Uh, supposedly telling Benjamin that she didn't want to think uh, that she was a racist. Later in September, Alm claims she was placed in the needs improvement category during a review, despite uh, previously having excellent reviews from both peers and clients, and was told by her supervisor to look for an off-ramp, an exit from the job. Shortly after, Alm says she found her email and Bungie platform access cut off without explanation. And despite multiple attempts to contact her supervisor, received no response for several days. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, okay great. Oh, it's, uh, but wait, uh, there's more. Fun. At the end of September, almost informed that her resignation had been accepted, despite insisting that she has not intended to resign and wanted to keep her job. She says she declined to sign a document saying she voluntarily resigned. And then the email she sent to the company's chief people officer, Holly uh, Barbakovi explained the situation went unanswered. Bungie's response to Alm's complaint is brief and does not include an alternate view, uh, alternate alternative narrative of events to counter hers. Bungie instead either flatly denies almost every part of Alm's narrative without further context, or denies them with the statement that Bungie acknowledges are or not Bungie lacks knowledge or information sufficient to form a belief as to the truth or falsity of these acts. Allegations. Mm-hmm. Bungie is representing the case by Mary DePaolo Haddock, a Fox Rothschild lawyer who professes expertise in wrongful termination lawsuits, dismissed and developing strategies that serve my clients' financial and maximum goals and minimize costs. 
when litigation is unavoidable. All I'm assuming Bungie for retaliation, wrongful termination, is asking for recourse in the form of lost past and future wages, damages for emotional distress, and attorney fees. A trial is set for January 22nd, 2024. Notably, Alm was hired at Bungie just five months following an IGN report on the company's culture in which over 25 employees uh, had the, the company had a history allowing the toxic culture to fester, including racial and gender bias, with those who reported such incidents to HR, alleging their reports were frequently dismissed or turned against them. Following the report and prior to Alm's hiring, Bungie's former HR head stepped down from her role... <laughs> IGN understands from its sources following its 2021 report, Bungie also hired a new HR personnel in an effort to address the issue from the article amid some pressure from their new parent company, Sony. Man. Man, this is, oh, this is bad be at Bungie. Rough. And you know that story is legit because Rebecca Valentine wrote it. Man. So, yeah, and um, Rebecca is like... Yeah, she's on point. Multiple awards for being a fucking great journalist. Yeah. We love. Um, with, with receipts we love Rebecca for Bungie's history, like, they hired an HR manager to fix the issues and then and then fire her through this whole series of events. Like, yeah, okay. All right. This is, this is fucked. This whole thing is fucked. Um, and while this is going on, Bungie is... Uh, Destiny 2... Five oh, yeah. No, shit. no What'd it's you do? um, uh, fire truck. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you do, Emily? I didn't do you shit, do... motherfucker. Out, out here committing <laughs> arson and shit. <laughs> Got to bring these uh, rent properties down somehow. I mean, graffiti, I... not arson. Jesus. <laughs> um. All right, so uh, yeah, and all this while Destiny Two is in a real shit place, right? Um, yeah, um, man, this is you, not a good look for Bungie right now. Like, yeah, you want you and then like announcing Marathon as like a Tarkov like mm-hmm. is what it looks like. It's just like, dude, yeah, yep. um. Uh, yeah like you want to talk about like i was already on the fence of like never returning to destiny mm-hmm. but uh this are you not... still on that fence or have you jumped in and not coming back to destiny 2 at all i am definitely leaning towards the not coming back to destiny 2 at all yeah all right yeah so the there thing is, is though yes sorry the thing is i'm looking at this paragraph uh, almost hired at Bungie just five months following an IGN report on the company's work culture. 25! Mm-hmm. 25 employees mm-hmm. alleged the company had a history of allowing toxic culture to fester, racial gender bias, and those who reported to HR just dismissed it. And then later on it says Bungie also hired a number of new HR personnel. I'm just like... Oh, Bungie. Mm-hmm. I gotta show my love for local developers. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Bungie, this is not looking good for you. Yeah, this is this is real bad. Yeah. This is real bad. Is. You gotta Either treat people admit good. this. This is Or we'll all is. see your ass in court, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean they're already going to court and yeah. you know it's January twenty seventh. Oh, but I'm down in California at that point. Fuck. Yeah. Well, you know. Yep. So. 
All right. right. Great. Um, Damn. All right. Well, uh, let's 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 talk some happy news. Okay. I I saved some happy news for the end. Did you? Um, All right. So CG product CD project red spent roughly $125 million turning cyberpunk around post launch. Jesus. Uh, I mean, repairing the game's reputation with edge runners, the 2.0 update and phantom Liberty, uh, CD project red announced that the expansion starring, uh, Idris Elba cost around six point sixty two point seven million dollars to develop. And another twenty one point six million to market. Uh, that brings up uh, along with that the, the presentation that bringing Cyberpunk up to next gen console standards, including the update to graphics, cost around forty million, forty point nine million. The three figures together bring the total around one hundred twenty five point nine million. Uh, Cyberpunk itself cost the company three hundred sixteen million. Uh, uh, at the time, The Witcher Three comparatively cost uh, around eighty-one million. Hmm. But with inflation, it's more like one hundred five. Okay. Um, despite the hefty cost of trainings around, CD Projekt Red has arguably pulled off one of the biggest turnaround stories in video games, launching a po- such a poor state that it was delisted from the PlayStation Store. Cyberpunk now has a very positive rating on Steam, with eighty-seven percent of users recommending it. Um. And uh, with the newest update, IGN gave the review a nine out of ten. Um, so yeah, wow, yeah, they Way were really best in saving that, and it seems they pulled it off. Yep. And then, uh, fun fact: uh, CD Projekt Red even included a way for players to turn down the events of the paid expansion altogether, with certain dialogue options locking the missions away for good on that save. Oh. Oh. Yep. Um. And there's no way to go back and yeah you just have to do a new save um <sighs> fuck with this uh cyberpunk 2077 has surpassed the witcher 3 in sales selling 25 million copies hmm. um it is which is up 5 million from september of last year the phantom liberty expansion has also sold 3 million units in its first week um uh, yeah yeah cd they just pulled off the biggest hat trick. Uh, yeah, this this is like arguably the biggest comeback for a game I've ever seen. Ever. Like, like... Get on those guys. The state that game was in at launch versus where it is now, this is like literally the biggest turnaround I've ever seen for a video game. Right. Like, it's huge. And it's well-deserved. Like, I started playing it last year after I heard it was mostly fixed, and yes, it is a fucking incredible game hmm. miles better than absolutely it was incredible game um so uh yeah Bye. if you haven't played um if you haven't played uh cyberpunk 2077 yet get on that man uh one day i've not it's, played it at all it's an incredible <laughs> game one day one day. And then, uh, I actually forgot to mention this story because we didn't have a, uh, a hyperlink to it. Uh, Counter-Strike 2 uh, surprise launches on Steam. They were just like, ha-ha, Counter-Strike 2, it's out now. It replaces... Hello. Your, <laughs> yes, it replaces your CSGO clients. Um, 
Hey, I'm sorry. Shit. I'm sorry. Real, real quick, there was a there's a comment. Uh, Michael in the chat asked, uh, "How much oh, money did they so make after spending all that money?" Which is a good question. Does that say in the uh, article here? Because it says uh, Cyberpunk 2077 surpassed 25 million 25 million units sold, uh, which you have to think is quite a bit of money. Well, let's find out. Also, thanks for watching, Michael. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this story is from March of this year. Okay. Uh, so it looks like 116 million. Okay, so they're not there yet, but we're we're fresh off Phantom mm-hmm. Liberty, right? So. Yep. Uh. So. So yeah, they they could make their money back in theory. Yeah, that, um, they're they're on their way. But man, wow, to yep. work so hard to get back to even. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like that's. But, you know, OK, but then they're going to make money off the Netflix licensing. Mm-hmm. This expansion's been out a while, so they're going to be making money off the expansion for a while. Yep. You know, uh, and then they, they you know, I, I feel that this is a, like a good long term investment. You know, because it's like, okay, now people are invested in the world for one reason or another, and now they can start making other cyberpunk games or continue making expansions, right. yada, yada, yada. Yep. Um, yeah. Thank you, Michael, for the question. Good question. All right. Counter-Strike's out? Counter-Strike's yeah. out. Yeah. They, they fucking stealth-dropped Counter-Strike 2. Like, yeah. they were just like, ha your CSGO client is gone. <laughs> uh, um, uh, hmm. Hmm. And it is currently the most played game on Steam. Okay. Yep, by far. It is, Interesting. like, it is almost doubling the second game of Dota 2. Wow. And almost tripling the third game of Baldur's Gate. That's nuts. Oh. Uh, wow. uh, it is... Yeah, I uh, you know it, it's it seems like it's in a pretty like good state, but it's like missing a bunch of stuff. Oh, that like Go had, and then also the fact that like you play CS:GO on a Mac, mm-hmm. you could not play this on a Mac, right? So, damn. Um, well. So yeah, um, all the reviews and stuff are carrying over from CS:GO, and everything carries over from CS:GO. Uh, the real funny thing is, is I like, I played this, I might get into it and what you've been playing, but, uh, there's only one achievement for the game. It's basically like playing a match. Great. Oh shit. Uh, okay. So if you, <laughs> if you want a hundred percent steam achievement on a game, there you go. Man. <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay. Well, uh, I'd hope the Counter-Strike players enjoy. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, I played some of that. I'll go over it when we do what we've been playing. Uh, which yeah. uh that's our our last news story so uh yep we're gonna take a quick uh break and then we'll be uh right back all right bear back guys let's take a break hey everyone we're back hello back. hello hi hello hey we played a bunch of video games yes we did you did specifically bronson good lord i, yeah, I was like... sick all week I mean, uh, that's fair, but oh, holy shit, Bronson. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, that's like two weeks worth of games, to be fair, because mm-hmm. of the whole, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, week. last week we weren't able to. Yeah. Okay. This is true. So, so, yeah, it turns out when you're at home with COVID, 
Mm-hmm. You're not going to do much beyond sleep and play video games. True, true. Um, well, time to go down the list. Yeah. I want to start with something you and I both played. Hey, you and I both played some of that there Halo. Man, I've been playing some Halo recently. Halo. Um, Halo. Yep. Yeah, started uh, with with me uh, just kind of going into a gaming cafe and like you need to pick what's a game to play with a bunch of, you know, esports people and people doing, you know, playing video games like that. I was like, well, if I were to have a game that I were to attempt to do that with, it would definitely be Halo 3. Uh, so that's what I booted up. Is Halo 3 like... There has to be like still competitive playing for Halo 3, right? So the Halo Championships are happening in Seattle... Uh, yeah, I was going to mention that's, that. That's like Halo Infinite, though. That's Halo Infinite, but they have side tournaments, and one of them is just straight up for Halo 3. So, like, it's not, so it's not like esports so, esports, so, but people are playing it. So, it's so like Evo, fly. but Halo. Uh-huh. So, so I should fly to Seattle and try and bring back the glory days, eh? Yes, yeah. do it! Yeah. If nothing else, you can get a you can get a, a signatures of uh, the voice actors for Master Chief Cortana oh, yeah. and David the Arbiter. Keith David is going to be here. Keith David's going to yes. be yes. So that'll the be the Arbiter. Yep. Um, it's man, it makes me want to go. Um, let me tell you. But uh, yeah, so uh, I've been playing some Halo Three. I've been checking out a little bit of Halo Infinite um, in my time, and I, I know you have as well. Yes, I have been playing a lot of actually, honestly, MCC and yes, uh, Infinite. Um, more Infinite for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Just man, Halo is so good. <laughs> it's, it's like they, they. So I will say, like they finally got Infinite where it needs to be. Right. Like there, there's so many maps, so many modes. Like when you go into like matchmaking for uh, Halo Infinite now, there's like so many fucking playlists now. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 actually kind of crazy how many fucking playlists there are. I actually couldn't believe it. I was kind of overwhelmed when I loaded the game up and saw how many there were. There's a lot. Uh, so there's that, and then you know you there's like all these maps. The events they're not are run they're running aren't lame anymore. Uh, Forge is crazy. Someone re like they've been pulling community maps into the matchmaking pool, and in squad battle they're eight v eight mode because uh, mm-hmm. they, they they have their twelve v twelve standard big team battle, but then they have their eight v eight um their eight v eight squad battle, and it's mostly maps from like Halo. Like three, mm-hmm. like three and a well, one from four. Yeah, and it's just like, hey, bro, uh, do you want to play these like all these maps with all this crazy shit happening? And the gameplay is really balanced and fun, mm-hmm. and just yeah, man, they they just if this was the Halo Infinite that was like there even a year after launch, yeah, then this this game would be a wild success. Like a wild success versus now where it's kind of just a, like it's successful, you know. And Forge is crazy. Like they straight up like made Waterworks from Halo Two, right? They yeah. made Rat Race from um from Halo Three and Valhalla and like all the and, like Zanzibar. Like yep. they have, they have full on working ass Zanzibar. Yep. I mean shit. 
getting getting those maps that the devs aren't because you know why not yeah the the devs are pulling them into the into the full-on you know stuff it's it's awesome it's it's so good so yeah so i i after playing some so i played halo 3 uh you know master chief collection first and Mm -hmm. it's just nice to jump in and check out halo 3 um they've been doing they've been constantly making items for halo 3 and like older games and i think that's fucking awesome i Um, on my halo 3 character in that game he has a an an original xbox on his back yeah i saw that it's an it's a fantastic (laughs) item um yeah so i i was super stoked at that and then i moved over to halo infinite now I'm, i'm gonna say a lot here and so I'm just I'm going to get mm-hmm. I'm going to start at a certain point and it's going to move to a different point. So I just need that that time. Okay. Um, man, I cannot stand the customization stuff that they do for Halo Infinite. Uh, what do you mean? So I think they're uh, I do like that you can access like you can access a like multiple you have your winter season thing happening right now and then they have uh you can activate one like the first uh battle pass for free yeah no, none of the battle passes go away right like, and none of them go away forever that and that's that's like, so, that's obviously fantastic well um, you want to talk about another part that's cool about that is if you finish a battle pass it gives you enough currency to buy the next battle pass so in, really yes i so didn't count it out is it does it really it does it does so okay. if you don't spend any of that like halo coin thing right like you will literally only have to buy one battle pass because yeah. i only bought the first one and i've literally just been collecting currency and getting the rest of them for free like i'm on the second most recent or i'm actually on the most recent one now mm-hmm. and yeah like i am I well, fully have. Yeah, I think it's great. I think that's brilliant. Uh, this is probably the most consumer-friendly battle pass system I've ever seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, to continue what you were saying. You you hate their cosmetics because yeah, it's uh, a lot of it is you know because it's a free to play game, so a lot of it is like you got to purchase that shit. Um, there yeah, is no it's... way around it. Um, Which I mean, I I think that that's actually like like. I am definitely a proponent of either pay for the game up front or and get everything for free or almost for free outside of like a seasonal thing mm-hmm. or uh, alternatively uh, do a subscription model, i.e., you know, Final Fantasy World of Warcraft. Right. But I understand they went free to play and that I'm just like, yeah, cool. It's not that big of a deal. It's for me personally. At least. Yeah, it it bums me out, especially because I jumped to Halo Infinite from Halo Three and like this. All right, that's a bummer. Um, and you know, a lot of God. One thing I hate more than anything is fucking Destiny's color scheme. You know, bundling your colors together, and you can. That's that's what you got to do. Um, because a lot of them, in my opinion, a lot of them are fucking ugly. Uh, in Destiny or in this? In this, more so in this than in Destiny. Um, and a yeah. lot of the good ones are obviously you have to pay. Like, yes, that that is that is something I was very annoyed about. Um, 
to get the shade of red I wanted, I had to pay like five bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know you were kind of miffed about that shit, but, uh, hey, but it's worth it. It's worth but, it. Uh, <laughs> it's worth it in the oh. sense that I've played 90 hours of this game. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely got to a point where I was like, okay, then I'm just going to make my guy look like Master Chief and just not give a shit um, because this bums me out. So, uh, yeah, everything, everything surrounding the gameplay part, I'm like, I just don't care for it very much. The way they've handled it just feels shitty. Um, I think the Forge mode is super cool. Um, but unfortunately it is, it is at such a level that it, at a, such a depth that I'm not going to be able to touch, uh, making anything cool in there. Um, apparently the theater's not like a, like the theater mode is not, uh, functioning Terrible. well. It's not functioning that is, well. Uh, that is something that I have always found interesting. It was like the best theater mode. And it's, and it's not even the MCC one. It is the original Halo 3 load up the game one. Yeah. Which weird. is so weird to me that like the first time they ever did theater, it's like it's the best one. Yeah, very strange because uh, I remember that was that was an adjustment trying to learn how to use the theater mode uh, when yeah. Halo Three first came out. But for some reason, they couldn't. They never made it better. And then um, they were just like, you know, just like we got it perfect the first time. Right, which I uh, love theater cool. mode. I love going into theater mode after a match and checking out what happened. Um, Absolutely, some good shots. But... So, so what? What about the gameplay? Isn't like, so the speaking... gameplay like is is great. I think the actual playing the video game is a good time. Uh, I think uh, the movement that this game allows you to have is so great. I one of the best things that's ever happened to Halo is like it, God. Every game is moving faster than us. The more time passes, we need to. We can be at the bottom end of the speed Overton window, but we need to. We need to elevate this but, a bit. Yeah, like I remember Anthony, who has really only played old Halo mostly. Mm-hmm. Like he's just, like I'm just like okay, follow me. And he's like, oh, I cannot do what you are doing. <laughs> you got to sprint. Like, you got to slide. You got to jump out of the slide going down a hill and then you've got clambering you got to make use of that clambering unless you use your your uh crouch you know or like old school you know you crouch to get up then you can skip the clambering and keep your gun out um there's stuff to use your repulsor to jump high uh, yeah you, the, the repulsor it's so good repulsor's repulsor good grapple shot's good um yeah like they, they you know they've been trying to add another pillar to like halo's like core gameplay loop of weapon grenade melee forever and they finally did they did it yep like because like they they tried equipment and then they tried armor abilities and they tried whatever the fuck halo 4 did and they tried like the really crazy intense move like like if you think like the movement abilities in this game are like halo 5s are like 10 times crazier Mm -hmm. um so it's just like they finally found a good like middle ground because I, I loved halo 5 but i'm also one of those people who likes halo like super quick and sweaty right like mm. I, I realized that it was probably too much for the average halo player for the halo um, player yeah um yeah i i think that um and this is coming from someone who like in like most games i play like the core gameplay loop is like my primary concern yeah um, which is why even when this game launched, when it was lacking a lot of content, I was like, eh, whatever. Well, yeah, no, when, we, when this game first fun. started, like, yeah, everything around it was broken, but you would actually play it. And it's like, this is Halo. 
I just this is dope. It'd just like, be nice to have it, more maps and nice to have some callback maps. Um, some more modes, like yeah, yeah, like more in matchmaking, and they finally got there. Like that, they, they like I remember uh, when this game launched. I remember saying that like if they fix this content issue, this will probably end up being my favorite Halo. Mm. Um, and they largely have. They, they definitely um, still have the ways to go. Um, yes, ways to improve. What What do you think that those are? Uh, that's a good question. I've been reading uh, subreddits, and people are just really. First of all, right now, people are really pissed about uh, map rotation. Uh, right now, like uh, people are getting a lot of like eighty percent of the maps they're getting are dredge, or you know, they just they get stuck on one, and it gets real fucking tiring. And people are not all that uh, enthused by these maps. Like good enough if they keep them rotated enough to keep things fresh. But mm-hmm. uh, that's a, that's an issue I ran into MCC also. Really? Like MCC, like I'll do Halo 3 big team battle and I will like end up on Longshore and Sand Trap like every game. <laughs> See, I actually checked out my MCC stats and my most played map is Avalanche. I'm like, I fucking hate Avalanche, dude. I oh, man. Uh, yeah, like it, it's. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that's a three four three thing. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, um, you know, some people like, are th- are voicing concerns with the battle rifle, but like I don't know that. I-, I think that their their best maps are actually their four v four maps. I think their four v four maps are great. Mm. Uh, I think their big team battle maps are just wildly unwieldy. Right, like, it just feels just. And and this this could be a side effect of moving from eight v eight for big team battle to twelve v twelve. Okay. Mm. Um, I feel that that could be part of that. Um, you yeah. know, but like, man, it's like, yeah, I'm annoyed by some of the cosmetic stuff and the map rotation could be better. But like, when I get into matches, I'm right. just like, fuck, it's so good. Time, time to play some Halo like it's you know and this kind of this is like the only one of these kind of shooters around right like i love arena shooters but it's like this and cod and cod has a very different feel than this very different you know like cod it's like it's who who sees who first Mm -hmm. who can get that rifle up and pop first this is like you know you you have a maneuvering level to it and a like a combat to it that happens yeah you know and and that's that's really fucking awesome yep um yeah and the campaign's great good campaign right right so um uh i'm excited for us to get into playing it on tuesday yeah i'm down i'm so fucking ready i've been i'm 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 a man on a mission to finish the current battle pass before the new one comes out on the 18th the 18th oh shit okay so i have all the battle passes done except the most recent one okay uh because i finished the last season's so i was current i finished up through the winter update mm-hmm. and then i finished season three uh like a couple days ago and now i'm on to uh i'm on to the most recent one season four 
and I'm, I'm like level seven. I'm like, okay, the challenges come, the new challenges come out Tuesday, mm-hmm. and if I just fucking bust all those out all at double XP because I have a ton of swaps left, yeah, like I should be okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's if I don't make it, it, it's whatever. It's not like it's a time factor, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's once again, that's one of the nice things because like. I really enjoy Destiny, right? And I enjoy Destiny a lot, uh, regardless of the terrible company that runs it. Right. Uh, but I, one thing I can't stand about their Battle Pass is, like, I feel like I have to play the game nonstop to finish it, because otherwise, I, if, if I don't do it by the time the season ends, the rewards are gone forever. Right. Um, and, oh, and like... You know, it's like, well, that's shitty. I paid for those rewards. Yep. You know, like, that's the whole reason I paid for the fucking battle pass. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. This isn't like when an item in Final Fantasy or WoW goes away, where it's like, well, I'm paying a sub for the whole fucking game. So it's like, you know, it's... and It's not completely gone. Yeah, I didn't pay $10 for this specific content that... Right. You know... Yeah, no, it's it sucks. So the way they handle this here, not not a lot of people do it this way, and and they should. No, there there's a lot of stuff about Halo Infinite that's like very, like customer friendly. Mm. Like, well, like yeah, yes, I don't like the cosmetic store, but I also understand this. It's free to play. Yeah, I get it. Like they they have to make the the money somehow. You know, and it's just it. It's well, definitely a case of like I'm going to try and push through all the battle passes and get everything unlocked, and then see what I don't have unlocked, and makes some as few purchasing choices as I can. Other, I am going to be honest. Other than the cat ears, and so the there have been like three things that I bought from the Halo Infinite store over the two years I've been playing the game. Mm. Um, I bought a Sergeant Johnson. Uh, icon thing for my profile. Mm-hmm. I bought uh, the color red, and that's it. I I, I almost uh, they almost got me with the cat ears. <laughs> right, almost. yeah, uh, uh, no, almost no. being the operative word. To to now to be completely fair though, I am like it. It gets really hard for me to buy cosmetics. Sure. Uh, yeah. There have been only two games that have successfully gotten me to throw money at cosmetics, mm-hmm. which was Overwatch 1. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, me and Ray just lost our minds on those fucking loot boxes. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Heroes of the Storm. Like, Heroes of the Storm, I bought so many skins, so many characters. Um, you didn't you get know, anything like, for Sea of Thieves? No, I never bought any cosmetics for Sea of Thieves. Interesting. Not right. once. Uh, there were there were a bunch that I really liked and kind of wanted, but not enough for the prices that they cost. All right, mm, especially, that's like, fair. I, especially because like the free ship stuff I got was like genuinely really good. Yeah, like I got the Halo ship and the Xbox ship. Yeah, that was some uh, of the best ships. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, oh, like would I like the cameo ship or the banjo ship? Like, yeah, but am I willing to spend $25 on it? No. Yeah. <laughs> Prices were high. Um, especially, like, you know, especially because, like, the way I like to play that game, uh, I get to enjoy my ship for a little bit and then. Watch you it know, burn? It's, 
It's it's it has holes in it, and me and Ray are escaping into the sunset. Right. Yeah, like it's it's you know it's and like maybe with that new captain thing they have going on, sure I'd be into that. But yeah, yeah. no, it's like, but yeah, those are like the big ones. Like I might just spend big money. It's like the first Overwatch, right? And then uh, it was like the first Overwatch, and then the the Heroes of the Storm. Like they they. And Heroes of the Storm made hell by the cosmetics for Heroes of the Storm were fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had they had glam rock etc. Right, yo, rock, fucking yo, do you want Batman Kelthus? Right, we got uh, Batman yes, Kelthus. <laughs> yeah, like they 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 did a bunch of really fun alternate universe takes on these Blizzard characters. I was like, okay, this is. Fuck it. And then like I was playing that game like every day. Like me, Anthony, and Ray every day were in fucking Heroes of the Storm. So it, you know, it ended up being well worth my time and money. Right. Just like mm-hmm. if I if I was doing that with Halo Infinite, like I had a group of people playing it with me every day, like I'd be probably a lot more willing to throw money at it. Mm-hmm. But even then, like none of the cosmetics for me personally fucking make me go, Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Sure. Like and and the thing is, is like most of the stuff I really liked, like your head on fire, the flaming shoulder pads, that kind of stuff. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like, those are for finishing the battle pass. Right. Which makes sense. That's that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's just like, oh, I really like that pose. Oh, that pose is in the battle pass. See, I just uh, yeah. I found a lot of the cool stuff was not earnable. Um, you had to purchase it and that just bummed me out. Um yeah, I think that the the stuff that like granted it might just be the shop is not great right now, but like yeah, like I really like this Spike Cyberpunk set. Mhm. But then they did an event like you know, and then a lot of the stuff that's on the store was actually stuff that was from events that happened prior. Some of it, yeah. Like uh I have like the Cyberpunk visor thing. Mhm. And that was totally a like a store item yes that 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 was totally a store item that i earned by playing that cyberpunk event because yes, like, some of them are that yeah which which is i don't cool. know how i feel about that like oh, okay well i guess if you miss the event that kind of sucks that you have to pay but yeah it also is a really good way to get you to log on and do your fucking events well until they yeah. until they sell it yeah but like okay do you, you know this is going to go up in the store if you're so, if you're there playing it when it comes out, like yeah, there's there's an incentive, but yeah, I don't know that that goes back to the conversation of do you want items that are only achievable during like a certain point in time? I I think that I want items that are only achievable by doing crazy difficult shit. Yeah, that that's that's my big like. This is something that like I really love in like Final Fantasy, for example. I love the ultimate weapons in Final Fantasy. Yeah. I think that is a smart as fuck thing. Yep. Um, I feel the same way about uh, whenever a legendary comes out in WoW, like mm-hmm. uh, Warrior, Death Knight, and Paladin are getting a legendary in the next season of WoW. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's awesome. I think that having a transmog that and uh, item that's like hyper-powerful and really hard to get yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Um, I think that like, yeah, they should totally have that for Halo Infinite where it's like, yo, bro, did you get diamond? 
here's this fucking like i think each rank of rank should give you something like that yep agreed i I think that would be really cool um like yo bro did you get to i think the highest rank is master here bro here is a fucking like ridiculous skin right um yeah you know but and and this goes back to the like well it's a free-to-play game so you know It'd be nice if they, you know, dedicated some of their resources to making cool stuff like that. But obviously they can't spend all their resources making a whole bunch of stuff like that. No, especially because I am willing to bet that this game is not getting a ton of, like, love from its development team because of... All the bullshit they're dealing with. It didn't do what it needed to do. Yep. Yep. Um, I will say I am more hopeful for this game than ever, though, because... uh, the the team that so this team this game uh launched with one development team that most of that team no longer works on the game or exists right it's it's the they what the what three four three did is they laid off most of the infinite team and moved the MCC team onto working on infinite interesting um and that's what's been happening the past two seasons. Which also might be part of why this season, the past two seasons, have been really good and having a lot of content coming out and Forge is mostly fixed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, it's like, hmm. You, you know, it's like, all right, well, you would assume the people who want to work on MCC are big Halo fans. Right. Right. You would think. So maybe having really big Halo fans also work on your current halo game is the best idea here. right yep you know versus i i'm gonna be honest one thing that always came across in 343's interviews is like we want to change halo and make halo our own it's like don't do that no one That's, wanted that no one wants you to change halo halo was good the way it was <laughs> they had figured it out <laughs> man yeah um, like like, I am sorry that, like, yeah, everybody and their mom is going to go, like, talk about Bungie forever. Yeah. Because they made an amazing game that you are now running. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it seems like this new team is like, nah, man, we get it. Like, we understand. We understand what made Halo the shit. Yeah. We got you. We'll, we'll, um, we'll see as time goes on. We can hope that things continue to get better. I mean, yeah, like, and the thing is, is like, I, you know, I think that this is a big step in the right direction. This is not Halo 5, where this was a really good game that was a really good competitive game, mm-hmm. but also was, didn't feel entirely like Halo. Right. Then there's, like, Halo 4, which just... Like it had a good campaign that felt like a Halo campaign, but its multiplayer just felt like Call of Duty with shields. Right. Like, like that was weird. So, weird. Nope. so Halo Infinite, uh, you know, it feels like Halo. Like yeah. it, it feels, it feels like a Halo game where they added better movement. You know, it's like definitely that, updated Halo. Um, yeah, for sure, you do feel that. Um, but it makes sense. This this is like if Halo had kept going unabated. Uh, I feel yeah, like this like is the if Halo game. Four did not try and chase Call of Duty and just mm-hmm. was was Halo. Yep. 
this is what it would have evolved into instead of like spending those you know um, like nine years wandering in the desert right yes you know they they for the most part figured it out add some good movement have some fun equipment add good movement and a clamber but also keep vehicles and keep yep it being about weapons grenades and melee and controlling map and spacing and all this other power weapons very halo shit yep you know it's just like you know like making it so you don't like die when looked at (laughs) right yeah make sure there's a fight like that 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 was that like once again halo 4 was a um i i remember i very distinctly remember my halo 4 review because i i gave it a 9 out of 10 mm-hmm. uh and i and i remember saying um this is a good really good video game but it is a kind of middling halo game right yeah um like that that and that's uh you know, like, and I, and I remember, uh, and 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 that was like even like a little bit after launch when I reviewed it. Yeah, like I, I spent like a solid week, and I remember, you know, and I, yeah, like, and then the master. It didn't help that in the middle of all that, the Master Chief Collection turned out how it did at launch. Right. Yes. Like I, it was you not know, a good like time. we all, like I remember, I, I have such a weird story with the Master Chief Collection. <laughs> Where I got a review copy of that like four weeks early, mm. like I like I was shot. Like you know, we we would send out our review request emails like a month and a half in advance, mm-hmm. um, and then like like a week and a half later, they got back to me, and I I was playing. It. I was like, this is weird how early this is. Yeah, I'm playing this like the second to last week of October, and this game isn't out for another like three weeks. Yeah, four weeks. What the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. And um, at first, only the campaign was live. And I remember we were, I remember like for some reason, the embargo for the campaign was only like select levels for old video games. Ah, it was very strange. (laughs) Um, Just like Halo, like Halo 5, I was doing the review for that too. And I remember the fucking, uh, I remember them giving me, uh, like, you can show levels one, two, and nine. I'm like, what the fuck? Why nine? Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that was that was a very interesting time. Yeah. But anyway, the Halo, the Halo story was, uh, the, the MCC story was, and I played through the campaigns of all of them over the course of, like, a week. And I'm like, well, all of them function, and all of them were fun. Right. And they look a lot better. So right. mission accomplished. I I was one of the lucky people that I didn't get any of the campaign glitches that were, that a lot of people talked about. I was very lucky in that sense, I guess. Okay. Which this is why it goes back to campaign. This is why game testing is hard. It's like, well, I did an entire run. I didn't have any issues of all of all four campaigns or five campaigns. Excuse me, Halo Reach. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was, and then like two weeks later, they're like, okay, the multiplayer is live. You can play with other journalists. And I wasn't getting matches hmm. like at all. And I was very confused. I was like, okay, I guess maybe they just didn't send out a lot of review copies. Right. Maybe that's it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wait till play like prime time. Like when most people would be like doing a review of this game. Yeah. Or like, and like still like nothing. I would get like one match every two hours. Yeah. And I was like, and, uh, 
I remember getting an email from 343 being like, uh, or, you know, Microsoft PR being like, uh, yeah, we realize the game is like broken or like, but this is going to be fixed on launch day. Don't worry. Uh, but in, so you can all try the multiplayer for your reviews. Uh, we're going to set up a bunch of custom games. Um, and I ended up in custom games with IGN's Alfredo Diaz and a bunch of people from like USA Weekly or some shit. Sure. Uh, and you know, I, and like it worked, I had a good time, but I remember going to Nick, our editor in chief and person who like was kind of in charge of the little shebang and me like, uh, yeah, this review isn't going to run on launch day on embargo right. lift. I'm, I'm not going to run this. And he's like, why not? Because you, we were not able to play a multiplayer in a matchmaking environment, which is how like the vast majority of people are going to play this. Yep. Like that's why. Um. So, uh, so I so I went ahead and uh, I said, okay, I'm gonna wait for the and the launch day patch comes out doesn't fix it. And I'm like, sorry, Nick, can't run the review. And they said, okay, there's gonna be another patch in like two weeks that should fix it. I'm like, all right, Nick, I'm gonna wait until that patches out. If it works, I can give a full review. If not, then I'll just. Which is generous give... at this point. Like, yes, this is because I want you know I wanted because. It... Other than that, it was like perfect. Like those custom games, I was like, "Oh, this is Halo ass Halo," right? You know, and it's all of them. You yeah. know, and uh, the patch comes out, it fixes it a little bit, but not much. <sighs> uh, so, and uh, I, I end up, uh, I was like, "All right, Nick, I got the final review. Sorry, it's two weeks late. You can blame them for that." Yeah. Um, sorry, I make content for people, not robots. Uh, you know. Oh my god, I was listening to the Jeff Gersman show earlier this week, and he's just like, I really hate SEO and chasing SEO. Yep. Uh, I, I like to make content for fucking people, not robots. Yeah. Uh, and well, there but you that, go. That's this is the world we live in now. Yep. Uh. So, but anyway, back to what I was saying though is, uh, so then I put and I put the review out and I gave it a seven point five out of ten. I was like, if you want to play all the Halo campaigns the best possible way you can, this is the way to do it. But uh, if you are here for the multiplayer, this package is fucked. Yep, and you should not play this until it is unfucked. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was one of the lucky people because it was weird because it affected different people differently depending on your network conditions and where you lived um i was one of the lucky people where the uh february update <laughs> so you know four months after launch yeah uh the february update mostly fixed it for me so me and ray could play matches together and like get match was just fine but some people literally did not were not able to get matches until well into the following year God, like, yeah, that yeah, that game was so fucked. It was yeah, so bad. they gave they gave everyone ODST for free though as a, as an apology. <laughs> Which fine, okay, great, yeah, sure, why not? Uh... Um, so uh, yeah, that was. Uh, but it, it's good to see Halo back on the come up. MCC is mostly fixed, other than the Halo Two campaign for us. Right, yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, it was only one mission, but 
man. I still want to go back and do it for the achievement. I know. Every I, time I, I was looking back, I was like, I'm still missing that achievement shit. Every time I log into my Xbox, it's like you're 96 away percent. You're you're 96 percent of the way there, completing Halo 2 heroic co-op. And I'm like, I know I am. <laughs> I'm very well aware of this. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate it. But uh, yeah, no, it was. You know, it, it's good to see this long-running beloved franchise in a better place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so you didn't play anything else? Just the Halo? No, no, I was just checking out Halo. That's all I did. That's that sounds like a great day. Yeah, <laughs> great set of days. It was not bad. I just needed some Halo, and it felt like home. So it was good. Yeah. So I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know that this was a pose, a victory pose. I'm gonna look it up in this match I just played. There is a victory pose for your character where he is doing the Heisman, but with a skull. Oh, that's fun. All right. That's fun. That is fantastic. (laughs) That is so epic. I want to see that. Oh, my God. That's that is uh, that that is is the top level. Yeah, that's that's pretty great. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, hold on. So, yeah, um, well, I also played a bunch of other Xbox games, fun fact. Yeah, let's get through those. Um, so I played some Lies of P. Okay. And then I got to the point in Lies of P where I was just like, this is very much a Dark Souls-like. Mm-hmm. And I do not have the spoons for this right uh if i'm going to be playing dark souls in my downtime yeah so or in my stream time right so uh yeah this is a great game it's a fucking awesome game okay um yeah it's 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 super good if you like especially if you like bloodborne and bloodborne's parry system and art like this is the closest we've gotten to bloodborne 2 in my opinion okay Mm -hmm. uh but it is very much more like if you go into this and you're like i love the art and story that this is showing off in these trailers and in this gameplay i'm just like just be aware you're gonna be playing a dark souls game right full warning i i I, you know that's what it is that's what it wants to be that's what it is yep yeah, yeah, it's exactly a hundred, a hundred and ten percent. So, uh, be be aware of that. I guess is what what I will say. Okay. Um, as for the, uh, as for the other stuff, uh, I started the new FF fourteen patch, and then I was just like, I cannot focus on this amount of reading right now. Hmm. I, I I just I because uh, I was sick all week. I, well, right. I was like I was out of it until like in all honesty, like Tuesday. Right. You know, a lot, and like realistically, I wasn't mostly recovered until Saturday afternoon. You know, so like a full week in a day. So like I tried playing that game and there's just so much reading. I was just like. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, especially because like it's a lot of just, it's a lot of repeating points, and I'm just like, I, I know what's happening in the story. Yeah, please. Yeah, 
So, so I just kind of, which is a shame because the general slower pace of that game is great when you're sick. Right. Um, uh, but then I loaded into, then I tried playing retail. Wow. And like sick brain could not keep up with the pace. So, uh, I played, decided I'm going to go log into classic because classic is slow as dirt. Sure. And yeah, no, WoW Classic, even WoW Classic Hardcore is like perfect when you're sick. Okay. You couldn't ask for a better game to play when you're sick. Most of what you do is walking. Right, yeah. right, exactly. You have uh, to walk from one area to another. All so the time. yeah, you're doing a lot of walking and a lot of killing like three mobs at a time. Great, awesome. Um, you know, it's just, I'm playing hardcore, so it's a little spicier. A little scarier. Um... Uh, me and Stella put some time into the RE4 DLC. Okay. We, we got to chapter five out of seven. Um, all right. How would you like to play RE4's gameplay? Sure. Yes. How would you like that, but with a grappling hook to get Oh, around? hell yeah. All right. And the grappling hook can also pull shields away from shield dudes. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. So. It's a lot of fun. It's more RE4. Gotcha. And it, it it gives you a bunch of context for what Luis and Ada were doing in the story. They add a bunch of new set pieces. Uh, they reuse areas. And like in the old, old game, you're like, how the fuck would I get up there? And then you realize, oh, it was for the DLC with Ada's grappling hook. Um, So that was kind of cool to go back through those old areas and kill dudes in them. But yes. with like extra knowledge and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was neat. I tried that My Hero Academia Battle Royale that came out. It's free to play. Oh, yeah? Um, it kind of reminds me of like every Battle Royale that is not Warzone, PUBG, or Apex in the sense that like it's it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am enjoying getting to like play with my favorite my hero characters, but it definitely feels overwhelming at times, and also kind of like this game was made on a budget, oh. like a very like like it's a I'm enjoying it because like it's you know it's very different to have a battle royale game that. It, is like partially melee focused. Mm-hmm. Like every character has a has a ranged attack, but some of them are better than others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every character has an ultimate that they can save up their currency for and bust out their ultimate. Um, I don't know. I might want to give it a look on stream with people, but like it's. I guess the best way I would describe it is like it's fine. Like it's good. It's generally good. It, I would say I enjoy it more than I enjoy Naraka Blade Point, which is another melee focused um, right battle royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that these characters really do fit battle royale pretty well. Uh, they actually do the Holy Trinity. Like they have a support character, a tank character, and a DPS character as like their ideal squad. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that's actually really cool. So, like, you know, you need your big damage, like a Todoroki, and then you need a tank, like an All Might or a Deku. 
I love that my two favorite characters from the fucking show are tanks. Of course. That is I'm not surprised. Hilarious. You know. Not in the slightest. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, so like tanks are kind of meant to draw damage and really disrupt people, support, heal people in better positioning, and then damage is damage. Damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaks for itself. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I, I generally liked it. Okay. I just kind of need to play more of it to get a better idea. Like, if you like Battle Royale and you like superheroes or My Hero Academia, you'll probably enjoy it. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. That's about what they were going oh, for. Oh, they anyway. actually do have a... They actually have two different types of DPS. You have, like, DPS, and then you have, like, DPS that does less damage, but has, like, really good movement abilities. Ooh. So, like, you have, like, Ida, which can, like, run around super fast, or you have, um... Uh, fucking... What's their name? Uravity, who can, like, float and shit. Okay, nice. (laughs) Yeah, like, having the different powers is really cool and diverse. And they did find a way to give kind of everyone a ranged move, a melee move, a big damaging attack. Um, and it's free to play on fucking everything. So that's nice. Yeah. So go go play My Hero Ultra Rumble. Uh, I I will say that this does not stop my want or my need of a. Uh, this does not stop my want or my need of a My Hero Fighters. Right. That that's, arc system works. Yep. You did Dragon Ball Fighters and you made basically the perfect fighting game. Mm-hmm. I need you to do this again, but with My Hero Academia. <laughs> All right. Will they, though, is the question. No, they'll probably do One Piece first and I'll be big fucking mad about it because I don't like One Piece. But, um... You know, yeah, I, I will. Is, right? I will settle if you want another franchise that would be perfect for a DBFZ style fighting game. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to think about that. Think about Yu Yu Hakusho and think about doing a Marvel like with Yu Yu Hakusho. Good Dude, uh, that would yeah. be epic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking super awesome um so yeah that put some time into that um then i did counter strike 2 counter strike 2 is it's more counter strike but prettier like it's prettier counter strike so cool um all your stuff carries over all your everything carries over uh the stuff they were advertising about smoke effects is totally true. Okay. That stuff was sick. I'm not going to lie. I got a technical level. I'm like, I see how this could be cool for gameplay and how this is really interesting. I'm not good enough at Counter-Strike, nor do I want to be good enough for this to matter. Mm-hmm. But this is fucking legitimately cool. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's fucking Counter-Strike, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know, me, maybe me, you and Ninja should fucking set up one Tuesday where we go in and play some Counter-Strike. I've never played a Counter-Strike before, so, you know, that'd be fun. Really? Nope. Wow, okay. I mean, That's I haven't either, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, but he's been PC gaming a little longer than you. But, uh, That's fair. 
I just I, yeah. I could tell from like looking at it. It's like I'm I'm more of a Halo guy than a Call of Duty guy. Like I'm not. I'm not and this is it. like Call of Duty on bath salts. Yeah, like, I was like, I saw stuff going on in couch. Like, oh, you know, I'm I'm good. Good oh, luck to y'all. Um, yeah, like when I yeah, heard Valorant like, was like a Counter Strike light, I was like, hmm, hmm, and then all that stuff happened. So, and then they were like, hey, we're gonna install a root kit on your computer, and I was like, neat. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. fuck around with you, right? Um, yeah, I. I I tried Counter-Strike Source when it came with my copy of Half-Life 2. Mm-hmm. And it was not for me. I ended up playing a bunch of Half-Life 2 Deathmatch instead for my multiplayer with Half-Life 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I tried it again when Joe got me CSGO for Christmas. Okay. Uh, one year. And I was like, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, this is not... This is... I can see why this is appealing and cool and fun. This isn't for me. And then I played like four matches of Counter-Strike 2 and was just like, yep. I totally see how you could make this appealing to a bunch of people who like Counter-Strike and keep them playing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's obviously incredibly popular because it's the number one game on Steam the past two weeks. Right. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well. Yeah, well, we may have to check out Counter Strike Two sometime. Yeah, we can get owned in Counter Strike Two. Exactly. Great. No, that's all. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, it's the last two games on my list of just me just playing a ton of stuff the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sea of Stars. Oh, that's right. You've been playing a lot of Sea of Stars. Yeah, you've been uh, like. I was scrolling yeah. through your Twitter earlier, and I was just like. Damn. <laughs> uh, I'm about five hours in. Uh, that game is super charming. It is, is it? Uh, the story is really simple, but really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's a really it's like a fairly simple setup, but I like all the characters a lot, especially uh, Garl. Mm-hmm. Like he's fantastic. Um, you know, uh, lots of really good jokes, especially when you get to the pirate people. Um, like the combat system is a lot of fun. It does the South Park Paper Mario thing, where uh, like yes, you still select attacks like a turn-based JRPG, but if you time your button presses, you'll do more damage when you attack or oh, when you. Sick. So yes, uh, some specials have like some magic abilities have stuff like that where like. Uh, the one that is the most satisfying is uh, the battle monk uh, Valer has this ability called Moonarang, hmm. which you cast a moon ability and it hits the enemy. And if you time the deflect, it goes and back and you, it can go forever as long as you are fast enough to keep reflecting. Damn. Oh, but, it keeps, shit. but it keeps speeding up the more you reflect. Nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, you can get some really crazy kills off of that. Um, so there's that. Um, you know, there's a simple one that's like, you know, hold the button to charge, and the more you charge it, the more damage it does, the more mana it uses. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a very fun turn based. You know, that's a very fun turn based thing uh, that I feel is really enjoyable. Um. I'm trying to think if there's really anything. Uh, oh, the music is spectacular. I can't get over how good the music is. Nice. Like, it's so good. 
The music is so good. Um, depending on how much more involved the combat gets, because you know it's a 35 hour JRPG. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, made by Americans. Um, but depending on how the story goes and the characters go and the combat evolves, uh, I could totally see this being one of my top games of the year. Nice. Awesome. Like, it is a fantastic JRPG. Cool. Like, absolutely fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really love it. Uh, I honestly, looking at, like, all the games I've played this year, like, if it keeps doing what it's doing and evolving in interesting ways, I could see it being, like, in my top five. Cool. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Oh, um... If you like really enjoyable adventure games with cool casts and characters and relatively fun combat, um, yeah, awesome. Uh, so glad to hear it. Yep. Uh, next up and last on my list is uh, the bastards at Microsoft got me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Forza Motorsport hit early access, like it's five days early thing. On Thursday, and I wasn't gonna do it because well, um, I was like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna just play through Game Pass. So it's not really like something I want to worry about." But then they're like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey! If you have Game Pass, what you can do instead is pay thirty five dollars, get it five days early, and get a permanent two X boost to currency, a bunch of currency up front." Jesus. And uh, a handful of really sick cars. Shut up and take my money right now. Yeah, (laughs) and I was just like, and I talked to Ninja and asked him, "Is this game good?" He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty good. There's maybe some performance issues on PC, but other than that, like, it's it's really enjoyable. It's pretty solid." Um, and so I was like, "Eh, thirty five dollars isn't that much. Let's do it." And I played it, and I want, and I heard that there were different performance stuff across all three versions, and I like went and I tried all three versions and messed around with it. Um, so I did not experience this. So I want to make that very clear. But apparently the PC version has like this weird bug that you'll continually drop FPS over time until you reset the game. Uh? Really? Yeah it's, yeah, it's weird. Like you'll start at like 70 and it'll go to 65 after a couple races and then... 60 drops it down further and further and further and further um i apparently it's gonna be fixed by a day one patch um okay i i don't know i didn't experience this okay get this one but this goes back to the whole you know that's why qa is hard and why they should be paid well right yeah you know like you know but um so uh, I guess I'll go to a different, different. I'll start with the PC version. The PC version, when you put everything all the way up for graphics, looks fucking incredible. Really? I cannot express to you how good the PC version of this game, when you crank everything to the max on my 1440p monitor, fucking looks. Mm-hmm. Like it looks. Fucking incredible. Cool. So that's something to consider. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's something to keep in mind. 
uh from a gameplay standpoint um yeah it's it's they improved the physics in a meaningful way like it it's it's not like a huge improvement but it is an improvement and it is enjoyable uh i feel the thing that's most improved is the damage like when you hit cars in Forza in the past, it wasn't like Gran Turismo, where Gran Turismo feels like fucking bumper cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was also always just a little like it didn't it didn't have a lot of impact. Versus this, genuinely has a lot of fucking impact. Right. Um. Like when you hit a dude, you see some sparks and you're oh, like a loud fucking noise, and it's like oh mm-hmm. shit, this like almost feels like a real car wreck. Damn. You know. So that's cool. Um, yeah, and, and and then they fixed one of the big things that the franchise had is like people would like do the first set of races, get a car, fully upgrade it, and then just blow the AI out of the water. Um, so what they did is they linked car upgrades, getting upgrades for your car, to leveling up your car. So at least your first handful of races with a car, you're not going to be automatically blowing people out of the water. Okay. So that is a that that is a thing there. Uh, they do the standard career mode where it's like, hey, now you need to race with this kind of car, and now you need to race with this kind of car. Mm-hmm. Now you need to do a series of races with this kind of car. Um, one thing that drives me fucking crazy though that they've added to the career mode, and I fucking hate it, and I want them to make it so I can turn it off, is they have this thing where before you do a a race on a track, they're like, go complete three practice laps. And I'm like, why? They're just like, just go do it. Go complete three practice laps. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, um, okay. So you have to do this before every race. Oh, and the thing is, is like you can skip it after the tutorial, after the tutorial in career mode, you can press start at the beginning of your practice lap, hit skip practice like, hey, you'll forfeit currency. And it's like, that's fine. I don't fucking care. Um, so I yeah, so I go ahead and I do that, but it means I have to load into the practice lap every single time. You can't skip it from the menu. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, hmm. And I get that you, I un- understand why is to get you to understand the layout of the track. So you're not blindsided by stuff and to give you some extra money. That's fine. The problem is I know most of these tracks because I've been playing these fucking games since I was 12. Right. Or what the first fours that came out in 05, May of 05. So I was 14. You know, and yes, they've added some new tracks. Um, yeah, and one big complaint I've under, I've understood is uh, people don't think there's enough tracks. There's a lot of cars, not enough tracks. Okay. So those are all some things that you may want to consider. Uh, the game itself seems uh, pretty cool for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Well. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, you know, we'll see how that goes uh, as, as time goes on, how mm-hmm. that game develops. I'm very curious. <laughs> right. 
I'm so because this kind of game feels like it has to be so built to be a free to play game. Right. Um, and even and even right off the bat here, I'm like looking at this like currency thing for getting the premium edition. Oh yeah, with this premium thing, you also get the season pass as part of it as well. Nice. I forgot to mention that. Okay. So, you know, it's at like it's a good game, and I feel like it is the best Forza in a while. Like, probably the one I've enjoyed most since 4, at least, like, right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Um, And the menus are the least fucked. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, cool. All right. And you got a lot of games uh, in there. I did. Hey, man, guess what? When you're stuck at home all day and you can't really leave your house... Because you don't want to infect other people, right? Uh, yeah, that tracks. Uh, yeah, so you you end up you end up playing a lot of video games, and it you know it ends up being pretty sick. So uh, speaking cool. of racing games, though, yes. Hey Emily, what is this huh? Disney Speedstorm <laughs> thing? <laughs> I love how every week Emily comes to us with some game. Where I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is this? <laughs> I haven't heard yeah, of this. That tracks. Uh, uh, so it actually just came out. Uh, it's free to play for all platforms, PlayStation, Xbox, mobile mm-hmm. for you mobile players. Um, it was in early access for a little while, kind of like what um, Dreamlight Valley is now. And it's actually made by the same guys hmm. that do Dreamlight Valley, but it's it's their answer to Mario Kart. Okay. But with a bunch of Disney characters. Huh. Yeah. So you have your Mickey and Friends, you have Lilo and Stitch, you have Jungle Book. They, the new season right now is Aladdin. So you can have Aladdin, Jasmine, Jafar, and Genie okay. as your racers. Cool. I'm down for this. What is it? Does it play like Mario Kart or CT? It does play like Mario Kart. Like you have these little like box looking things that you drive through and it gives you a power up. You can either like flip the driver's perspective. You can use a shield, but green protects you and red stuns your enemies. Like if they hit you, mm-hmm. um, you have your speed boost. Uh, you can do tricks when you hit certain jumps. Um, your ultimate is really cool, depending on the character. Uh, let's see. How, how do you charge ultimate up? Uh, you press the triangle button, and then it that's goes. It? You just press triangle while you're doing shit? Yeah. Huh. I mean, that's your... If you hold down the triangle button, it activates your power-up. But if you hold mm. it down, it charges it. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. And all the different racers are different. They have their different style. Like, you have your speedster, you have your trickster, you have your brawler, and you have your defender. Okay, so it is a little bit. It's a little Mario Kart-y in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, but it's a lot of fun right now. Like, okay. I've been playing since it was released, like worldwide. So end of September. 
So about a week and a half now. Okay. Which oddly enough is how long I've been playing on my PS5. <laughs> nice. Very nice. And this is this is uh, free to play, I imagine. It is free to play. Yeah. So just find it on your uh, game shop and you have to do a starter circuit, which is basically your tutorial stage. But after that, go nuts. Okay. Sounds, sounds awesome. 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 Okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably going to play that once we're done here because I missed my dailies yesterday and I need to teach these kids a lesson. Right. <laughs> you damn kids. Ugh. With my level 17, Jasmine. <laughs> You're going to show That's... them a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, oh that joke is coming. of pain. Yeah. <laughs> Joke is coming back to me, and I love it. Good. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that. Um, I've also been playing Ratchet. Which one? Uh, Rift Apart. Oh, okay, yeah. That's that's kind of still in my mind, like the big showcase for like, here's what a PS5 can do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they proved it. Yeah, it looks solid it's to this day. So like pretty. Like yeah, people ask me like, uh, like what's the what's the game? It's just like that defines re- the console. Re- really shows off what this new gen tech is about. I'm gonna be like, Ratchet and uh, Clank. Play Ratchet, and I realize this may seem weird, but play it in its 30 FPS full 4K mode. Um, like it, it just it it is so goddamn good looking, and it really is like. I'm probably, let's see. God, I can't remember where I'm at right now, but it's just. Mm-hmm. I just finished Blizzar. That's where I am. Hmm. So. I'm no, like. I don't, yeah, I don't know where that is. <laughs> Bronson does. Yeah, Bronson does. Okay. Is but that cool. the, is that like the mining planet or which planet? It is. That? It is the mining planet. Gotcha. The face courts. Um, gotcha. Okay, yeah, that's that, the idea that like rail grinding with the portal stuff. Yeah, it's sick. It's that's really good. sick, but it was a pain in the ass. Really, I there was no part of that game where I was like, "This is really hard." Well, I mean, that last boss, that last uh, fight. Oh, um, yeah, I can right at that. the end, that was the pain in the ass. But otherwise, it wasn't that bad. It was fun, um, and I love all the little anomalies that you're fixing as your spectral clank. Yeah, that's the a little that's, puzzles. That's those, were, those are fun, and I'm just I'm having such a good time. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, okay. All right. And that's about it for me. Cool. All right. Cool. Um. All right. I think that's a show, everybody. Is that a show? That's a show. We got a long show this week. We, Ooh, we, yeah, we had a we lot did. of news to cover. We played a whole bunch of games. And we did. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, Holy uh, shit. Yeah, gaming in. Hell yeah. Tis the season. <laughs> no kidding. Um, all right, so Ugh. we're going to try and stream some Halo Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday, we're going to try and jump back on that Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. And uh, otherwise, yeah, we'll, we'll be checking the social medias. We'll be hanging out on our Discord. Feel free to check us out there. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's a show. So everyone have a fantastic rest of your Sunday, rest of your week. Enjoy yourselves. Bye, guys. We love you. Bye, guys.